Did you know there are now children born whose parents weren't alive during 9-11? Good morning and welcome to the <laughs> That was, that was funnier in practice. I'm glad you did that. <laughs> You're going to die. <laughs> Plus, there has people, there'll, be, there'll be some people in the comments who are going to spend some time just thinking, wait, hang, wait, hang on. <laughs> I come now, from Essex, that, those stats are... Now, uh, if that makes you feel old, you've got to acknowledge, John is now 40! Oh, no, don't, don't talk about my birthday. We're well aware I'm the old one. Aww. Happy birthday, John. Aww. I know it was like last week. But... You, know what my, you know what my first video game console was? The what? Pong. It was the, not too far off. It was the Coleco Vision, oh, uh, which Jesus. had the original Donkey Kong on a disc. Wow! It a was disc? also the, you, Ladi I believe disc. it was also the first home console that had an actual analog stick. People say, "Oh, the N64 had an analog stick. That was revolution." No, the Coleco Vision had a little joystick thing that, to my mind, was the first analog stick in a home console. Wow! God, you're boring and old. <laughs> I like how some, some I'm people the, are I'm the, the James chat. May of the group. It's this is my job. <laughs> I wanted you to want be to... the James May of. The, I think we're all the you're James the May of the Clarkson. group. Actually. Oh, I'm the no. Cla- yeah, right, I'll take you're it. the, you're the Clarkson. Clarkson. I, yeah, I'm the Hammond. I'm the yeah. Young. Exactly. Oh, is that why I don't like you? All right. Yeah, okay. probably. You know, it. I you know I was actually I was in M and S before John. And, oh, you know, I love M and S. No, no, I'm just walking around at every corner. I'm just expecting to find you in a little bed, living there. How many beds are there in your local M&S? None, but that's the point, John. I'm <laughs> walking around going, I think John might live here, because I'm literally, it, it, it's exactly your This is place. less about you making fun of me for being middle class, and more about the fact that you just occasionally, just when you're like in the corner of your eye, you see me in a bed, which says more about your <laughs> desires than about my lifestyle, all right? Look, right, don't judge my sexuality, John. That's very rude of you. Oh, I'm very sorry. I'm a Johnosexual. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants to do the fart joke? We've already done the gay sex one, and they're the oldest jokes according to John. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, John, give us an old Greek fart joke. <laughs> uh, oh, I can't just give you... Greek jokes don't work on their own. They need context because they're political. Well, uh. it doesn't matter. We'll make it... We'll Look, we'll figure just out Just say the Trump. Later. That's how you do political humor these days. Eurproktos. My favorite rude Greek word. Uh-huh. It means literally gaping ass, and it gives it's the same root that gives us the continent Europe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Euru Proctos and Europe is exactly the same root. Euru, wide. Wide oh. land, Europe. Euru Proctos, wide arsed. A, gr- a Greek insult meaning someone who's had too much gay sex and has been left slightly saggy arsed. So you may notice there's not a lot of gaming news this week. Uh, <laughs> some, a little bit. Well, okay, off, a right, bit. okay. Okay, we have two sorry, very sorry. I want to point something out, but a lot of people in the comments going, actually, the age of ke- uh, the consent is uh, 16, so they can't be born. I'd like to point out that the age of consent in the Vatican is 12. Yeah. Also, 12. We were refer- also I want to point out, we were referring to Essex. Yeah. Mm. Where the age Essex. of consent is 8. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's awful. Wow. <laughs> Let's carry on. <laughs> I mean, is that from experience, Dan? Should I be concerned? No! We're not going to bring that up! (laughs) Okay, so we have two Square Enix games to talk about this week. Do we? I know one. Uh, What's the other one? Okay, one who Dan won't want to talk about, which is Hitman. Um, oh god you fuckers are still so this is why, why I hate to... why do we need to talk about this that is why one? I hate about, about the way week. they're releasing content for this game is you fuckers just won't shut up about the fucking no, thing no we spoke about it last week yeah. but now we've both played it a lot more so we can actually properly have a chat about the new level 
But let's not do that. Let's let's start on Deus Ex. <laughs> yeah, let's not do yeah, that. Let's start, let's start, let's yeah. start with Deus Ex. I think Deus Ex is actually kind of interesting, and there's a couple of actually quite interesting meaty conversations to have about Deus Ex. Okay, my review of Deus Ex Mankind Divided is it made me throw up and I had to stop playing. Interesting. Which it's which got, which version were you okay, playing on a console? The PC. No, the PC. It has forced mouse smoothing and the max field of view is 90. Okay, can oh. I point two things out? One, I have not seen that it's got mouse smoothing. It has. No, it's got mouse smoothing. I've been uh, playing that game consistently and people point out to me, I was like, did it? And I went back and played it. I went, I don't feel mouse smoothing here. It feels yeah, like raw input. Yeah, some people think it's raw input. To me, I can tell it's mouse smoothing. It's really, it's, really, really... Sorry, I'm squeaking the thing. It's really it's like high sensitivity, but I always play on a really high sensitivity. Yeah, so you might not notice that. So I've not noticed on, the thing. I play on high sensitivity as well, but it's just a bit... I noticed the smoothing of it, and apparently they're working on fixing that. Also, the ma- the field of view slider, which is a percentage slider. Yeah, I like that. Nothing. I put up to a hundred percent, which is yeah. yeah I, I, was, I, was, I, it, I waxed up to about seventy five from as far that. as I can tell. A hundred percent is like ninety. Yeah. Which for most people, slime, but I'm like a twenty seven inch monitor, so it's it's not good for me. So mm. it, uh, ninety like, ninety sits with me quite well. Yeah. I, I, I never need it that high because, as as you probably know, I've mentioned before, like, I don't play yeah, PC games on a monitor. Yeah. I put it through to my TV and sit in a comfy seat a bit back from it, so a more narrow field of view is fine for me. Yeah, no, yeah, it's fine. Um, but, I don't know, for, for my specific setup, I'm just like, I feel fine. For one. I, like, a yeah. lot of the complaints that came out, I mean, I've got the same bug that everyone else has, which is that MSAA kills it. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, that yeah. just gets turned off fine. I've got like times two. It's three really FPS. intensive. I had to turn a fair few things down to oh a higher right. medium. On, on low settings, if I have MSAA on, I can't hit twenty FPS. Can we can we talk about as well how like the game, the look of the game doesn't really justify its performance because it's not, it's, it's not a bad looking game, and it's not no, good it, enough really to no, justify. It's, the it's, problem isn't really graphical; it's aesthetic. They've taken away the gold and black thing, but they haven't replaced it with anything. Yeah, it feels weird. It just everything feels really bright and daytime. I mean, it just kind of like I'm in a game world. Yeah, Which I'm fine know. with. I'd rather have that than it be kind of, you know, grim and dark and grey and brown and whatever. No, it just I feels want, like I it's a bit nothing. Dark. It feels too fucking bright for what's going on as far as no, I'm into I, it. No, like, brightness is nice, but it, I like that, like, what I really liked about the Deus Ex, like, I know, like, like previous Deus Ex games, I really like the aesthetic of the brightness in the dark. Yeah. I really like that aesthetic. And that, I like the black really and it. gold that Human Revolution yeah. did. I really like that. I thought it was an interesting look. It fit the game. It worked nicely. It wasn't too distracting. It wasn't very obvious. It was like a I, pulsing. I thing. find I find the really really shiny gun very distracting. <laughs> Which it's like it reflects on, everything. Sorry, what's that? You're using a gun in day. Yeah, what's a no, gun? No, I, I just no. I just enjoy, I, no. I'm just I'm, I'm just doing like a vent walking simulator. I really like being in vents and occasionally just giving people a tap no, on the shoulder yeah, and a knuckle but, sandwich. No, the, the, <laughs> look, the fucking like uh, the trank sniper, tranquilizer sniper rifle. I think uh, I've used it once. No, I, yeah, I actually mean, selected it, then I used it once. No, I've never panic. used it. I never, I've, I've, I haven't really used it. But like in the tutorial, you have it out, and it's just there being shiny. And oh, just, I just holstered it immediately and went about my way. Yeah, I don't even remember it, it being shiny yeah, to be H. honest. H. Yeah, for holster. The, Fuck it's off. It's the first key that I touched. <laughs> I went. I know holster my gun. Tapped H. Oh, okay. There we go. That's, I've never had a game where H has been to holster. Thankfully, wow. I was using a controller, so I just used the button that's used for holstering things, and it holstered it because controllers make sense. Oh well, yeah, but I would have thrown up. Even it's, more no, it's too it's too menu based to use a controller for me. Actually, no, in controllers, controls. it doesn't bloody make sense because to holster in controller, you have to hold down left trigger and then tap X, which is the weirdest combination of things. That's I meaning yeah. if you want to holster your gun, you actually have to aim it at someone. So if you want to put your gun away to talk to someone, you've got to literally point it in their face first for a second just to let you know, hey, I could shoot you. But I'm gonna put it away instead. So you're just making the point a bit. Yeah. 
Yeah. Appar- apparently, it's quite good. I, I haven't played it enough because I just I couldn't. It made me feel a bit ill, but uh, apparently, it's quite good. I think it is a really solid game with a couple of annoying things around the outside I can forgive because the core game is fine. And in your video, you said everything felt very overwritten, didn't you? I, I don't like the script. I mean, I, don't, I like the ideas and I like the themes it's playing with. It's just every conversation should take 30 seconds, takes five minutes instead. Yeah, yeah. the script needs distinct and heavy editing. Like, because you play, you play, th- I, I, there's a, because I played, because I've got a video coming out Saturday for it. I played through, like, a, the first side mission, because I thought that shows off kind of everything that the game does. As in, nicely. like, the police, the pol- game yeah, has yeah, the police, and, there, yeah. uh, and the woman in the building and stuff. But yeah. I, as I was going through this story, the, like, the things, I was like, literally, this could have been a, I've watched the documents, oh, but this guy's making me do it. That's it, that's literally it, that's everything she has to say. Can you help me with these two people? And it just feels so... It's like the people give you the life story, don't they? Yeah, like every... And they do it very slowly as well. My issue is that every single person you talk to is like, oh, I say this thing, but I'm really saying this thing. Like, every person has, like, actually, they they immediately trust you and hint at, oh, I've got something else to say. And if you push it further, it's like, oh, my child is Latvian and has an augment that makes them talk Swedish and I have to take them to the dry cleaners for help. Like, There's a lot of gaps, too. The game just kind of pauses and the characters look at each other meaningfully for a second. I'm not sure if it's just struggling to load because I put it on an HDD rather than SDD or something, but it's... I have bits where they'll move their mouth and not say anything, and then they'll say the next line, which syncs perfectly, and I'm like, what the fuck was that bit? Hmm. So there's some weird. The lip syncing is atrocious. Yeah, I, I struggle with the. I struggle awful. with Jensen most more than anything because I yeah. find I, I find I can't role play with him because it doesn't matter what you do. You're either like a paragon saint who like doesn't touch anyone, and hides in the vents, and everyone survived, or you can gun everyone down. And he doesn't react emotionally to it. You can't yeah. role play with him because there's no option to be like I am malevolent evil or you know I am mawkish good. There's just like I shall interrogate you in a bland, frowny, grumpy way, or I shall explain myself in a bland, frowny, grumpy well, way. It's, it's, we, we don't it's really just... go anywhere. The, 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 the missions themselves seem to not split off. Yeah, I haven't really found... I mean, there's been one or two little places where I'm mm. like, that might come back to bite me on the ass. But so far, everything that I've done, especially now I've played it through that little second time, I tried to like do things massively different the second time, and it was just the same. And the yeah, outcome was actually. the same. Yeah. Like, that whole hour and a half side quest I could have done just by shooting the guy in the face when I first talked. Just bang, alright. Presumably the me. police would mind if you did that. Pro- if I did it from police. a distance while invisible... Yeah. Maybe Fair not. point. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of why I, why I like New Vegas, because New Vegas had that kind of thing about it as well, that you could, do, you could take a really quick way out, but doing the longer way and thinking about it and actually having an emotional thing, there was a reason you got something out of it. Yeah, and I mean, you get a shit ton of experience for going around the longer way. Yeah, but like it's not just about experience, it's about like lore and interest and actually you get actually an interesting story in New Vegas and you actually get interesting faction relations and shit. It's not just arbitrary like it feels like in DSX. Yeah. Mm. Uh should we talk about the big thing that's getting talked about a lot in DSX? Yeah. That is that the game has microtransactions up the arse. But well, it's ki- only kind of. That I don't I think up the arse. No, is too it has much. them fully, but it is in a side. Okay. Like, they have two sets of micro. Actually, a lot of people have attacked the reviewers saying, why didn't the reviewers mention these? It's because in the review versions of the game, the shop wasn't there. Yeah, the we did. Also, it was empty. And also, Jim Sterling made the point in that the mode they're in, he just didn't use because it wasn't Oh, Breach Mode is the one where I really want to talk about because that is literally a free-to-play game built into Deus Ex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like, when you boot that thing up, it's like it takes you through tutorial. It makes you like get a pack and then open the pack like a free-to-play game would. And it hmm. follows that sort of path. So that thing forces the microtransactions down your throat. 
The other in the single player mode, they're just there for getting yourself more money. But now I want to. I'm like, okay, I I had no problems playing through the review copy, like money wise and stuff. But I kind of want to play again now and see if the balance has shifted. I want to see if we've got less money now. And in my second playthrough, I have got much less money than I did the first time round. Now Whoa. money is randomly dropped. It's randomly dropped, but I'm not entirely sure if a patch that came out when the game goes live changed that. No, that would be very suspicious, wouldn't it? That would be very, very bad. Because, like, I was, I was thinking, like, you know, there's multiple... There's tiers of how badly microtransactions can fuck up a game. And yeah. the worst tier is there are microtransactions embedded into what was traditionally a single-player campaign experience in such a way as it's fucked up the economy and thus the game balance for the sake of trying to push microtransactions, i.e. the Dead the um, the dead Space 3 scenario, yeah. where the in-game economy gets fucked up the arse in order to try and push people to buy shit. But if it's done that, that's very, very, very bad. If, it, however, it just lives in a side mode that, as far as I can tell, doesn't have any gameplay impact on the main mode, it's still that's bad. fairly... That's more benevolent than this kind of a mid-ground, like in Mass Effect 3, where, it's, it's, it's still where bad all the microtransactions are really in a side mode. Mass is the worst, because that side mode tied into the main campaign, and you can't get the best ending on the main campaign without playing that side mode. You could after they patched it. Um, after they patched, they patched it to it. change that, yes. Originally, it was bad, because you could you could 100% the game in the single player, and even Which though it's been a single player game to that point, yeah, you could not get the best and ending. I didn't get the best ending, and I was like, what the absolute fuck? I mysteriously thought I did, because I didn't see any change, because I still got the Shepherd Survived ending, which I thought was the best ending, and I haven't seen a better ending. But I think, like, if you go down, if you pick one of the three choices, you can, if you 100% it, which I did anyway, so I just went happy to go for that choice anyway, so... Yeah, whatevs. Uh, but yeah, if, I it, like, if it's... there was a, my video, my video of um, Mass Effect Three, I said that this is the start of single player pay to win, and everyone said it was a retarded thing to say. Ha! Wrong. <laughs> it's yeah, here, it... bitches. Take that, YouTube commenters, foiled <laughs> again. Mm -hmm. uh... it, really, it really just depends how much this is going to impact the single player. Because yeah, if it's if it's just a side thing and it only has aesthetic changes on the Deus Ex campaign, no, so I've heard the... like. You know, it changes, like, stuff that's you on know, the in-game it, radio. It's not... That's no, bad. it's not too bad in this game. The problem is, it feels like a test for future games. Yeah. Yeah. And, if it, you know, it feels like they might just add it to future games, and this is kind of the start of it. So, it, I I'd mean, like to find out my video starts with, like, a six-minute rant about them. Okay, good. Mm. Well, it's, it's not a rant. It's, I, I actually, instead of going, well, there's shit, like I normally would, I actually try to explain how microtransactions sit in my brain when I know they're there. And since they've come out, I've not enjoyed the game as much. But nothing has changed, but I've not enjoyed the game as much. Hmm. That's I think there's an, there's an interesting thing here, which is, obviously, this shit's going to keep happening unless they get called out on it enough. So, at some point, is there a responsibility from reviewers and YouTubers and whatever to actually start marking down a game for having microtransactions in it at all even if the, the core game even if the core gameplay the core campaign isn't actually affected <clears throat> well, here's the do thing. we have a responsibility to do that because this is shit and it's bad for the whole industry well it depends how microtransactions are implemented if they're in a single player full price game then then go fuck themselves and you should take <laughs> all of the points away mm -hmm. all the points away forever if it's in a multiplayer game hmm. Then, I mean, even if it costs money to get in the multiplayer game, server costs just carry on going. And yeah. it's, a, it's a good way of supporting server costs as much as I do desperately dislike them. But I don't play multiplayer games, so they can fuck those up. And, you know, you look at something like Rainbow Six Siege, where it is just cosmetics. Hmm. Yeah. Versus something where you are actually getting new guns. 
like uh, oh god what was it um help team fortress like, 2 no, they were not, not. Team well, Fortress Team 2 gives you actual guns, doesn't it? Because you have Team to pay for, for oh, okay. keys Team, for crates Team, or something. Team Fortress 2 is free to play, though. That's a bit different. It wasn't when I fucking bought it! But, um, what's. What, <laughs> what, there was a game where, like, if you pre ordered it, you got, like, the best gun in the game straight out. Uh, Mass Effect 2 gave you really good guns. Is it pre ordered? Is, is, is that all the games, Matt? There was a specific one that it was the best game, gun in the game. Might have been. You know, I can't remember, but it was one of the big ones. If you pre-order Deus Ex, you get just one set of guns for one of your save files. Mm. Apparently. Didn't know that was a thing. I don't know, I, yeah, I, I like, I mean, the idea of, of, you know, lowering a game score for that actually probably would discourage them quite a lot. Yeah. But, hmm. but at that at, point, are we being dishonest? If we are deli- basically taking gameplay that we would have marked higher had there been, not been, rather, microtransactions in a mode we didn't even necessarily play... Well, they, they are my, in JSX. I mean, fuck breach mode. I don't give a shit. I'm gonna play it. But they are in the single player, and it did make me think about the single player differently. Because mm. then I start questioning everything, and I'm like, okay, is the game pushing me towards these now? I really hate that they don't show the fucking like. If the shop's not working, fine. But it's a review copy. Put them in the fucking thing. Wait, is it? Wait, is it? I thought it was only in breach mode. What are the ones in single player? They're in single player. What's the one in single player? You can buy more money. This is what I was saying earlier. What? You can buy oh, I thought money. I thought every, yeah, I thought everything was breach. No, this is what oh. I've been saying the entire fucking thing. Uh, it, I just assumed this you were wrong. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, it seemed to save bets. They're in the main mode. You could buy practice points, and you can buy up to fifteen thousand money credits for ten quid. Oh, this is why I said the I, now I'm getting less money in the single player. Oh my god. Did it chat? Did you know what the fuck I was talking about? Well, I, I thought I thought you meant like points in breach mode. I was a bit confused. No, yeah, I assumed this was all breach mode <laughs> stuff. No, there's, I thought there's it was the all actual breach single mode. player. This is why I went and got a fucking six minute tangent about them at the start of a comedy I video. Thought, I thought I, I thought you were a bit unjustly angry over breach mode. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit confused. <laughs> no, 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 that no, that definitely that should be um, in cop. Because the thing is that would discourage. Because review scores are quite important for a lot of different Look, let me, right, let me say this, let me say this. If you buy microtransactions that get you extra money, which only works once in the save file you've currently got for a single-player game, you are a dumb cunt. And you are ruining everything for everyone. You know, and you, you know should die. You know what's a good, like, uh, sort of thing to judge that on? Whether, it was, whether the microtransaction is replacing what would have been a cheat ten years ago. Oh, yeah, this is absolutely replacing way. what would be a cheat. That's yeah. what microtransactions tend to be, because it's just a... Uh, you pay ten pounds and you got you've got a bit of money to buy a couple of guns or whatever, mm. but the stores are like unlimited. I mean, they only have certain items in the game, so I've never stumbled across a problem. But I was saying when I played it through the second time for the video, and I was like, I've got less money at this point, and I think I've done all the same things. Mm. Which is why I, I was like, really money I don't really mind. Cause I've, I've never really found anything in the shops really worth buying aside from the odd clip-on for a gun. So yeah. Money doesn't seem to be a particularly useful currency. It's all about it, praxis, really. It might be if you're sort of more... Do- like, I think if you're doing the stealth run, it doesn't matter that much. Mm. But I think maybe if you're doing a more gun run and gun mode, it does. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've, I've barely found anything useful in the shop. That I mean, maybe like the odd... Well, the only th- actually, the only thing I've ever found in the shop was praxis kits. So it's more of a praxis anyway, for me at least. Mm. Yep. It, I mean, the, the thing is as well, though... If reviewers started downrating these games because of it, which I think would affect it a little bit, yeah, are you going to get a situation where consumers, much like happened with Suicide Squad, are going to be like, reviewers are all wrong and stupid, 
and ignore them. And yeah, but history will prove us right. Just like it proved the reviewers right with Suicide Squad and with Superman vs. Batman and diddly diddly D. And diddly diddly did it prove? Did it prove right with Suicide Squad, though? Because it did well at the box office. It and did like okay most, at most the box office off it. the back of a ridiculous marketing budget. Ooh, 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 on the subject of things with a ridiculous marketing budget. No one's guy. Um, so I want, I want, let's oh, go into this because I saw something on Twitter. This is from uh, Let's Play Games. Let's play uh, video games. Woo. Let's play video games. Uh, apparently, No Man's Sky's PC players have dropped 90%. Yes, <laughs> yes I saw this. Much. In two weeks. I mean, Des- honestly, oh. The Division dropped, what, 78%? But I think that's oh. just because it's got no longevity, which is exactly what we said. Mm. I mean, oh. Yep. I also saw some really fun stuff with the um, for Sony refunds around uh, No Man's Sky in the news. There are which refunds is that there's a really, really quirky thing in Sony's refund, which is they are honouring refunds for people basically saying this crashes and doesn't work and isn't remotely what was promised, but if you get a refund for No Man's Sky, they strip the licence for it off your account so you can never rebuy it again later. Seems fair. Huh. <laughs> which Sony then went on to say isn't a policy of theirs, but all of their customer service representatives were saying it was. That's good. So there's a bit there's a bit of confusion as to exactly I mean, it's, what it's position a thing is. You might buy it full price, then want a refund, and then maybe like a couple of years down the line... Yeah, when they've patched fiver. it and it's cheap, absolutely dive into it again later. Absolutely. But I think they're trying to scare people off asking for refunds mm. by saying if you get it, if you get rid of it now, you can never have it again. That's not good at all. No. <sighs> not good at all. I still well, I want to point out as well, we, we as Nerdcube have still not got review code for No Man's Sky. <laughs> no, we do not. <laughs> like since last week when we actually verified key email, we still haven't got them. I assume they're not even giving them out. I assume they haven't even done... I assume they've just... Like, they got their press email and the second it came out, it just started flooding with shit and they went, nope, and they just closed it and walked away. <laughs> no, but they, they clearly didn't want to be sending out review code anyway, so they did the oh, yeah, bare no. minimum they could get away with and just, nope, nope, we're done. Grudgingly. We're done. The oh. less people write about this, the better. No, because I was kind of hoping for... Like, I wanted to try it out and I'm like, I'm not going to buy it. I mean, I'm not going to... Why would I buy it? I bought it. You bought it. But, I bought it. Yeah, but you're fucking idiot aren't you but, um, I presume you can't get a refund because yeah. you played it too much you played it for 2.1 hours you I just know 0.1 2.1 hours I looked at it I was like I, I, I don't refund anything anyway it's not what I no, do well. I like refunds of that but I mean I might want to come back to it someday if it becomes good mm, that's fair I keep my terrible all my terrible games I've always kept I have all the digital homicide games in my library. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's a good example there. Sorry, the Twitch chat is still slightly confused. Deus Ex Mankind Divided has microtransactions in the single player. You can buy money and you can buy practice kits, which are basically levels. So you can upgrade all your stuff immediately, basically. So you can start the game and go, I've got lots of money and full health. And that'll cost you a shit ton of money. I don't fucking know how much that's going to be. But basically you can buy levels. of the- it's-, it's the speed of the game up. So you can pay more money to play less of the game if you're that way inclined and an idiot. A really mm-hmm. dumb That's... fucking idiot. It's like, I'm going to pay money to get less of a product. Yeah. I like right. it no, no, like... You've already paid for the product, then you keep paying to enjoy it less. I, I do love people like, well, I've got, you know, I've got a job. I can't expect to play a game for a bajillion hours. Well, here's an idea. Buy a different fucking game! <laughs> it's only 30 hours. It's not that bad. It's seven hours if you just play the main campaign. Yeah, I, I'm working out. I'm a completionist. <laughs> I love subquesting. It'll be it'll be the full thirty. For yeah, me. I mean the the thing is though, you can't look at a game and go, "Yo, I have a job, I'm busy." It's like, well, either play a different game or just play this or... one over a longer period of time. 
Yeah, or perhaps, I mean, don't buy money to spend less time doing, I mean, play a game with cheats, perhaps. Yep. Play a shorter game. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's a lot of options there. I've been planning cheat codes for an upcoming game release we're doing. So I've been doing just silly cheats, because I miss cheats, so I'm adding some silly cheats. Cheater fun. I miss cheats as well. Yeah. They just completely ruin the game, but they cheat, so fuck it. That's the point, isn't it? They're Mm. hidden. Yeah. Plus, pre-internet cheats were even better because then cheat codes could emerge years or months after the game launched, and there was no real way to disseminate them, so they weren't found immediately. Oh, yep. Yeah, that was nice. And cartridges as well helped that out because people couldn't just dig into the code immediately and break the yep. game, and just so, crack it out and say, "Oh yeah, here's all the things." I love it when people say that they uh, they don't like cheats because it like ruins achievements and trophies. I mm. cannot tell you how little I give a fuck about cheats and trophies. I don't think I'll ever put any achievements in. Anything I, mean, I ever make. I mean, I don't like Fallout Four. If you if you use like a, a mod, it will disable achievements. Yeah, the same mm-hmm. GTA Five does the same thing. It's like because GTA Five does actually have cheats, and if you put a cheat in, it will be like even though the cheats are fucking stupid. Like you get invincibility for five minutes. Why? Why only five minutes? <laughs> oh, you can probably rob a bank in five minutes. Why? Why is this the thing? It just makes me enter it again. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> I'm already using the cheat. Just give me it forever. But yeah, I don't, I don't, get, I don't go in for whole achievements and things. They, they turn them off most of the time. Just they, 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 they pop in the corner of my screen. And I'm like, oh, that's a thing. Because they, they literally, I've had moments where getting a trophy has actually ruined a moment in a game. Yeah. Shadow of the Colossus is a great fucking example of that. You stab this innocent, massive, ancient beast to death, and as it's slowly collapsing and crashing towards the ground, rubble and ding! Oh, you killed the thing! Well done! Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> Take some I mean, of the, it takes some of the moment away, to be perfectly honest. There's something, I, I quite like the achievements of Fallout 4, because the achievements of Fallout 4 are very... I, I kind of did them because they just encourage you to do things that you wouldn't quite normally, or encourage you just to explore mm. things a bit more. Though, again, they're yeah. not as good as the achievements in New Vegas, where they reward really, really fun, interesting stuff. Oh, fucking New Vegas made you play the fucking caravan game. Fuck those. Then again, mm-hmm. they're not as good as the ones in the Stanley Parable. Yeah. That's my favourite. Don't play the Stanley Parable for five years and working towards that one. <laughs> uh, I think I made a Stanley Parable video months ago. I just never put it out. It's still just sitting there waiting for a release slot. Oh, Poor thing. Sad time. Oh, so actually, someone, someone in the chat mentioned that uh, Lazy Game Reviews said that No Man's Sky gets good after 40 hours. <laughs> look, look, the reason I bring that up, right? The reason I bring that up is because I saw another review, oh, right? I saw another review that said very specifically that it's good for the first 20 hours and it, it's shit. <laughs> so, I mean, there's no... So try for 20 hours and see how you're doing. Like, I just, I just hate this fucking bullshit. Oh it gets God. better after X hours. No, he didn't say... He didn't Be, recommend it. Being kidnapped by terrorists gets really good for some people after no, about 96 Elgar hours. Like, but that doesn't mean it's a good experience. When the he Stockholm that, Syndrome kicks no, in, it becomes... See, exactly. Anything's good when Stockholm Syndrome kicks he in, but that doesn't rec- mean it's a good thing. He didn't recommend it. Right, he didn't recommend the game. He said after 20 hours, things got a lot easier because you unlock like black holes and wormholes and you know, like resource. Like the annoying resource management becomes so much less of an issue at that level, and it becomes a bit more fun and explorey. But he says you shouldn't have to wait that long. It's stupid, and I don't recommend it. It's a bad game. And then Angry Joe said it's fun for the first 20 hours when you're first exploring and discovering all the stuff, and then it gets really monotonous. And it's like, how, ah, how is this consistent? <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, fuck No Man's Sky. Anyway, get, off No Man's Sky, we need to get back to shitting on AAA. Okay. This uh, is this d- is technically last week's news. I think we didn't actually discuss this last week, though technically it had been announced before last week's podcast. Um, mm-hmm. So Final Fantasy XV, 
which right. I think a lot of people are in agreement in, looks generally pretty good. Plays pretty fucking good as well. Yeah, plays pretty good. Demo's um, pretty the good. O- the ultimate edition for yeah. Final Fantasy XV is going to be £190, mm-hmm. and they haven't included the season pass in that. You're going to have to pay for that on top. <laughs> I want to point, I want to point out... fuck you. No, fuck point, you, fuck you, fuck the you. The Fallout 4 collector's edition didn't come with the season pass either. Yes, and the fuck them for that as well, because that's no, the most bullshit that. thing I in the world. I thought it had come. I kind of assumed it came with it. Yes, like, that was my yeah. assumption. I kind if of you're gonna, If you're going to drop £190 on something, you expect to get the flipping DLC. That's it. Like I didn't even check with Fallout 4, because it's an assumption, isn't it? It's like a justified mm. assumption you make. The best thing is the Final Fantasy 15 thing. The £190 isn't, doesn't even feel particularly justified to me. It's it's pretty much like your typical, you know, ultimate edition of a factory assembly line. You get yourself an action figure. Okay, oh, fine. Bad Depending bad on the quality thing, of the action figure, some people might like that. Depends how good it is. Did you see that an one that book? I got, Rebecca? The Fuck off, Brotherhood man. Steel one. No, mm. shut up. You, yeah, obviously, then you get yourself amazing. an art book, which nobody ever wants. Nobody ever wants an art book. That's my a, favorite. A steel book case. Yeah, a, a steel case for your art book. Oh, just great. Just to keep your art book protected. The soundtrack and unspecified digital content. And a steel case for your game as well. Oh, wow. Well, that's, that's worth £190 t- then. No. And some £190 for that. That's what, like... That's what I collected. Like, that should be 80 yeah, that strikes me as an 80 sort of thing. Like the Deus Ex, the, the, not the Deus Ex, the, the Dishonored 2 one and WE2, they're like £80 the collector's edition yeah. and they come with like a figurine like that. I mean, that's... The 2K17 actually, like collector's edition is very similar to what that comes with and that's £80. For fuck's sake, 190 That is come ridiculous. On. I mean, that it's, is, it's a nice looking action figure but it's not worth that much. In, in less ridiculous but also kind of more annoying news to me, of course, uh, Battlefield 1 has also announced that obviously, you know, pounds. you'll be paying £40 for the game, but then if you actually want, like, you know, the 60 basically if you want the DLC that's going to unlock basically loads of stuff for multiplayer, that's another £40. So, unless you're buying Battlefield 1 for the campaign, which <laughs> nobody is, then basically you may as well just charge £80 for it up front. Because the only reason people no, buy these games is for the multiplayer, so just charge £80 pounds up front. Well, the Ultimate Edition, which, once again, it doesn't come with any physical stuff, it's a digital Yeah. £120. Yep. It's more expensive than the Dishonored 2 Collector Edition, which comes with a really nice mask and what's, like a what's ring. What's their justification for the extra £40 on top of the base game and all the DLC it's multiplayer the EA stuff? EA service charge. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> oh, like, fuck fuck sake. off. Now, I would like to talk about something. Um, the... Okay, did any of you notice that the Just Cause 3 Sea Heist pack came out? Because I didn't. No, yeah, I, I, I even mentioned it. I asked Dan about it a couple of weeks back, and yeah. he wasn't particularly fast. I remember no, it this. It came out last week. Yeah. yeah. Did anyone notice? No. I mean... I, I got emailed by, by Square Enix, reminding me it happened. I mean, I think I probably got emailed and then forgot I got emailed because I was so uninterested in it. I think I I think I've got the season pass as well, so I think I probably have it. I just didn't play it. I've it's, never got it. I don't even have Just Cause Three installed since I formatted my computer. And again, I've got my Vive working yet, so I've got priorities. I'm sort of looking at it, and all the screenshots are. It's a boat. Yeah, like we had. Did we have this discussion? Yeah, we've had this discussion. Out, they, they I, think, I think the they, they got, went too big too soon. They There's should... too much wacky shit in the base game, and then ridiculously OTT wacky shit in the ground pack that there was nothing left for the sea pack anymore. Yeah. It's like here's a here's a wingsuit and a helicopter. Ooh, here's a fucking mech. Here's a boat with some guns on. <laughs> yeah, once you've right. already given someone the force-powered Jedi robot Colossus. I mean, okay. There's only so the, many places you can go. Okay, the nice thing about this boat is it does look like a. Um, 
What's it called? Bat boat? Not the bat boat. There's a bat boat. It does look like it. It's got like the fucking. No, it's got a jet at the back and everything. It totally does look like the bat boat. Bat jet boat. It's not called jet boat bat. It does look. It does like a boat jet. It does look like a Batman boat. I loved bat boat jet in the eighties. They used to. Bat boat jet was great. But it's got like. <laughs> like all the like uh, the the most um, helpful reviews are not recommended. Like it's barely got any content in. It wasn't fun. It felt abrupt and unfinished. Apparently, it's a mixed bag. Yeah, but it's I have a this problem with all two. DLC. Like I love Just Cause Three base game, but when it comes to DLC, I'm like, yeah, I like the mech. I think that's a fun new toy. But I, I, DLC always feels like the same, but made for a lot less money and way less of it. Only. The only games with DLC that I've ever, 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 ever gone, oh, that was worth my time, was The Witcher 3. Hmm. Because that story-based games, that DLC it can work is an story-based games. Narrative stuff it can work because the, the DLC can add on and build on the story and add narrative and provide a really good climax for the game. But like a big adventure playground toy set, like Just Cause 3, honestly is. There's only so much you can do but throw even more toys into well, the sandbox. Just Cause 2 did it really well because they went, all right, let's just come up with some more shit to put in here. And they charged, I think it was £1.50 and you got a jet, a new fucking massive car and then a weird weapon like the air gun. A hovercraft as well, yeah. Yeah, the hovercraft and like the monster truck whose tyres were inflated so much it could float on water, which I thought was always silly fun, <laughs> with twin grenade launchers on the top of it. They just gave just... you a few more tools for a few more quid and I thought, yeah, that's just how it works. Just Cause 3 to me feels like sort of Saints Row 4 in some ways. Yeah, really? I think it goes, feels like... yeah, it goes too far too fast, and more importantly, I don't know where it goes next. Because where the fuck does Saints Row Five go, and where the fuck does Just Cause Three? Just oh Cause well, 4 Saints go? Row Five is fine because the canon ending is that they reset time back to Saints Row One, and time looped indefinitely, and they're trapped in a nightmarish hell forever. Yeah, that but wasn't it... the canon ending of Saints Row Four. Saints, Saints Row Four, they went spiraling, they went spiraling from space together because they killed the alien. Get out of hell! Saints Row Five technically exists, and it's get out of hell. Yeah. And that, you get, you meet God, who's Nathan Fillion, and you basically you pick one of five endings, and they're all just tiny little things. And the one I like best is that you reset the Earth. And they hint that that's the main ending, and that's good. That basically the next Saints Row game is going to be a reboot that's going to go hopefully back to something a bit more Saints Row 2 y. God, I So does that mean that the Christmas special for Saints Row 4 is canon or not? I don't know. <laughs> Honest Don't to God. There's a series that went on one hell of a journey from the first two games. You know, I re- Saints Row 2 Especially from the first so- game that was fairly grounded. Did you play Saints Row 1? I didn't play it at the time. I've played it since. But it's so weird to see it kind of being relatively grounded and gritty. Well, Saints Row 2 is the perfect mix. Like, I'm playing Saints Row 2 on the channel at the moment. And it's the perfect mix of absolute banana shittery... But also, it's, it's all happening in a grounded world. So when you... You feel more like a psychopath... Yeah. Like, if they went in Saints Row 3, if they went, ha-ha, the whole world was actually a simulation from the start, and you are just a psychopath, and this is how we've decided to cap you, just to keep you from killing everyone, then I'd go, yeah, no, that makes sense. In fact, that's how I would reboot Saints Row, is I would go, at the end of 2, you took over the Ultor Corporation, and in one final hurrah, they managed to kidnap you and put lock you in a virtual reality where you became the president and fought aliens and went to hell, and then they'll just go, ah, that never happened, and then you're just back, and it's a few years later, and you're back in a new updated still water, and we carry on with the sort of semi-grounded, well, fully grounded, but goes a bit wacky Saints Row 2 style. I think my problem with Saints Row 2 now is, like, especially watching your playthrough of it, I'm kind of, the mechanics are very dated. 
It's, like, yeah, I mean, gun, the gunplay, the driving, it's very dated at this point. I mean, this, I this was before GTA 4 it came was. out. I mean, it came out and after, I, but they were making this when the best open world game was San Andreas. Yeah, I'm not saying it's, it's bad, but I'm saying, like, much like San Andreas, mechanics are very dated as well. It's a great yeah. game. They're both amazing games. Uh, they're both some of my favorite games of all time, but the, the mechanics are dated, and I would love a Saints Row 2 style game with more kind of GTA 5 style mechanics that are nice. Yeah. I mean, you could kind of. I mean, there was some stuff I like the the awesome button in three where you run around and it would always nutshot people or get you into cars and stuff. I thought that was a nice addition. Yeah, I, I always three, had a fondness for three. Three looked really nice. I think the art style of three is a lot nicer than that of two. But oh, three's lovely. Three's just it's. If you go back and play it now, what's really weird is how tiny the world feels. Oh, it's how so fast small. you it can felt, drive from felt... one side to the other, and it never felt small at the time. Oh my god, it felt so small now. at the time. That was my biggest complaint with it at the time. I was like, this map's so fucking tiny, especially when you unlock the jet. And you know it's small because the jet's top speed is about eight miles per hour. Mm. Yeah. Just I, I've never been like a person who insists on big maps. Like I think the perfect size for a map is pretty much Watchdog Chicago. It's ten minutes. It's big, well, no, but the, not the, that big. I've argued this so many times. It's ten minutes from corner to corner. If it takes you more than ten minutes, it's not going to work as an open world map with the fastest form of transport. So the Just Cause it, Three and Two work fine because you got super fast jets. Infamous. You're only ever on your feet. No, the, the problem with the snow. No, the problem with size, though, right, is right. A game like Just Cause Three, to me, even though it's ten minutes corner to corner, it's trying to make it feel bigger than it is, and as a result, it feels small. Yeah. While, then you you know it it really depends on the mode of transport because Watch Dogs was very grounded. You, you, there was no planes or, or air vehicles, so even though it was relatively small, you, it was a kind of loop to get around shit. Which I loved. I loved yeah. the fact there was no air travel in Watch Dogs. San Andreas, while it had planes, the whole point was that. You didn't get planes until quite late in the game. Yeah, And then very suddenly, late. yeah, going from airport to airport was fast because it should be because you're in a fucking plane. Yeah. And then, like, you know, the rest of it, it took a while because the design levels were very loopy and it kind of went around. And that's good game design. But Just Cause 3 kind of annoys me a bit because it, it it's like, oh, let's just make it really big, but it doesn't feel... Well, it's big, so you've just got a big wingsuit playing around. No, really. I un- uh, yeah, I un- no, I understand the mechanical reason for it. But like the center scale to me feels off, and I, I kind of with si- like Fallout Four, I think is a very good map size because Fallout Four. Do you know how long it, it takes take to walk from one corner to the other in Fallout Four? Twenty-five, thirty-five minutes. About ten minutes. Twenty-five. Now it takes ten minutes running. From mm. corner to corner. From corner to corner is about ten minutes. What? Yeah. I'm not convinced that can be. Fastest mode of transport, which is your big uh, power armor while sprinting. No, no, it's not. Right. That's sl- that's slower than normal sprinting. The fastest mode well, of transport is vertebrate. Whatever, whatever the thi- oh, ignore the vertebrate. Just your actual basic mode of where you well, can actually no. fly around. Right. Run no. from corner I to record- corner in no. 10 minutes. I recorded a vlog on Fallout 4 where I walked from Sanctuary to the island and it took me about 25-30 minutes. Not with, like, when I was sprinting whenever possible as well. Not getting into combat. With not unlimited sprint. Yeah, you know, I'd I'm be off. amazed if you could get from, like, Vault... I was level 1, man. But... Yeah, from Vault 1, one to, uh, down to the corner. No, I don't think that can be done from in 10 Wednesday, minutes. From Wednesday, 4th of November, just before the game came out, they said it takes 11 minutes to run across Fallout 4's map. Somebody did a video on YouTube. It's 11 minutes. Well, how did, how did it take me 25 minutes? Because <laughs> they just sprinted across it. They just sprinted straight across it. I did as well, though. I didn't I didn't stop, because I, I was going straight from Vault 111 to um, the island. Oh, it's 10 minutes. 
Everything, every good map is 10 minutes corner to corner. This is not this is really matters, because Fallout 4 hides its not huge size very well by being very, very dense and well, very, very interesting. that's what you want. That's, that's what you want. Yeah. That's why Fallout 4 feels like it's much, much bigger than, like, Saints Row 3 or and whatever. And that's how San Andreas works as well, because yeah. it makes it very dense, and it makes everything kind of loopy. And that's how Deus Ex really works as well, because Deus Ex yeah. is very tiny, teeny, tiny maps. And it's clever games, and it. it's kind of where I feel GTA 5 suffered a little bit. Because GTA 5, it takes maybe five minutes to get to the top of the map with a car, like a fast car. I, uh, maybe not. Maybe but it's a little longer than that. Mm. I mean, I did my, my fastest loop time in my fastest car of just the main runway is about nine minutes or something, I think. Yeah, I mean, it's... Because it, GTA, GTA 5 lets you be a little bit faster, but I would argue that GTA 5 is a lot more dense, just from an, in a look point of view. It doesn't really have much going on. As no. in gameplay wise, yeah, but it's actually, got nothing going on really, it's, unless it's, you really enjoy collectibles. It is, it is completely and utterly built and artistically built and painted, and every you can look at any bit of that game, especially in first person, and it looks stunning. Yeah, it's 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 everything is crafted. Yeah, nothing see, nothing feels procedural. But everything I have the same problem like with GTA Five as I have with Just Cause Three, which is if I ever like think, oh, that looks interesting, and I stop to get out and explore, there's never anything there. It's just for show. Well, the thing is, though, you GTA never find 5, anything. At the very least, when you do that, you kind of it, it's so well done, and everything's been like individually crafted by a developer. You know, just goes three. A lot of it kind of feels procedural in some ways. That's fair. Like, yeah. Some of it feels like they just like, especially the towns. Yeah, I mean, quite like a fair okay. bit of it. I mean, the best bit about it is all the slopes and stuff you find. Yeah, I'm not saying it's it's necessarily a bad thing, but you know, I'm, I'm saying. There's not much uniqueness to many of it. Yeah. But GTA Five, even if there's nothing there, I and even in GTA Five, I just enjoy sort of walking around because everything is so well made. Yeah. But I just enjoy because every like you can like okay driving through the hills, right? I drive through the hills and I get out and I look at fucking houses. Every one of those houses has been fucking. It must have taken or it's like fucking weeks just to design a single one of those fucking buildings. Yeah. And, like the back garden. And to craft the tiles. Yeah. And the amount of work that places you never go and there's never anything to do there. But And I appreciate that. And I can enjoy that. And I can just kind of get into it and get engaged and just kind of wander around and have a think like in my head. You see, that, that actively frustrates me because I just think, why the hell did you put all this effort into that? And why didn't you just, say, put 90% of the effort into that that you did and then take that other 10% and actually do something like, say, opening up a window or a door so I could go inside and find something? Because as soon as you start having interiors, then you start adding a lot of optimization problems in games. You say this, right, but you look at San Andreas, and San Andreas did do that. Because San Andreas, everything, like, one, this is one of the problems I had with GTA V, and that there was a lot of stuff that just was never used. Well, it's, like, it's San Andreas had a loading time between all of its interiors. It did. Well, if you've got a loading time, it doesn't matter. I mean, they could whack a generic house thing and just teleport it to you and randomly generate what's inside it every time. And that's a game we can go in every house, but that loading time is going to make it feel like a separate place. It did, but even if you ignore the interiors, right? San Andreas, every asset essentially you found, every pretty much every major thing you found, there was something to do with it. Found didn't really do that. Like the prison and the military base, and a lot of these areas were just never used in the main game, and they were fun. Like I'm glad the military base was there. Yeah. But like San Andreas, it made use of everything. Yeah. It made use of. Everything and in some ways. Well, but, 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 this is the thing you need to remember about game development. There was most likely shit there that was stripped out at some point, then they I'm just sure kept it. And we know that they did that because uh, in single player, up until two weeks before the game came out, they were still advertising that in the single player you could buy houses and apartments, and then that yeah. vanished from the game. 
because it wasn't working quite right. Hmm. So basically, yeah, there was a lot of stuff in GTA Five that didn't quite make it, and kind of how. See, the game I, I didn't feel work. San Andreas is a better game than Five in, in the sense of like the RPG and the actual physical story and actually going through it as a game. No, I massively disagree. Five is is just so much better because of the jumping between characters and the fact that it just plays out more. You get more of a, oh, I want to follow this storyline. You don't feel like forced and funneled. Unlike the other ones. Like, San Andreas' story was so, it changed so much that I never really felt forced. It kind of did some weird stuff, though. You get dumped in the middle of nowhere, but then you just walk back home. Yeah, you get done in the middle of nowhere. It and felt good getting these... new areas. I do slightly miss getting a new area. I like that yeah. you really want to go over there and see what's over that thing, and then you actually unlock it. And It's hard to do that in a new, sort of getting it done in a newer context, but I'd like that. I want that to come back. Because I mean, San Andreas, you had such a variation of missions, and like, you did the, the, the basic gangster shit, and you went into this weird, like, hillbilly fucking mountain, fa- you know, forest shit. Oh, yeah, but you, you got moved... the weird shit in Five as well. Not as much. And you, well, you got stuff like peyote where you can play as any fucking animal you want. Yeah, but you see, that doesn't, like, uh, to me, I don't enjoy that. I know oh you God, enjoy that. I, like I love fly around as a bird just shitting is, on people. You like doing more sandboxy random shit, right? Yeah. Mm. I, I like a more structured story, and San Andreas gave me, gave me that. Oh, if you just want a structured story, then I'd argue that 5 gives you a better structured story, just because you have the three Her characters. story shit. Michael's is good. I enjoyed Michael's. I hated Franklin Franklin's because I cont- because Franklin I just felt like Franklin repeatedly the most sensible thing Franklin could have done would be completely break off contact with everyone from his former life and make a clean break but he didn't he kept getting drawn back into completely pointless shit that he had nothing to do with because he's an idiot yes and no. had really really bad friends who he should blatantly have never spoken to again <laughs> but he My, didn't no, Franklin the, was just an idiot who kept getting drawn into stuff that had nothing to do with him the problem I had with with five is. There was no real antagonist. Like, Sandres immediately establishes an antagonist, Sam Jackson. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, come on. It's Sam Jackson. Mm-hmm. Anyway, establishes, uh, how establish all these characters that are friends with you, and it establishes an antagonist, and it, it brings you through, and you really get to fucking hate this character. But in 5, the entire game just sort of hinges on Michael being a bit angry once and pulling down the house. Like, n- none of the game would have happened if you didn't do that. Yeah, but, but I... What really bothered me is that you can't, there's, you can't like... Shoot, like I assumed when it happened, like we'd be told, "Hey, you now have to make this much money," and I'd be given open options for how to earn it. Mm-hmm. But no, no, you don't. Fuck you. Get on yeah, down the, this the entirely linear series of missions. The game did that a lot, where it kind of felt like it was going to be like, "Hey, we're going to make it open," and then it funneled you into a thing. And I'm fine with that. When like San Andreas, it felt like you were just falling into situations out of your control, and that made narrative sense. And I was kind of fine with it. But I, well, I say if you if you there is, you do want to take the players out occasionally to make sure you're telling them the right story. Like, every now and then, you want to guide them slightly. So, I mean, that was used as a setup for him to get back into the doing the bank jobs and stuff, which yeah. is that part of him he was trying to forget, but now he's got the excuse. And he never, Michael never goes, oh, I've, oh God, I've got to go back to do bank jobs. Oh, the worst thing. He kind of gets excited about it. Like, he, he misses it. And he yeah, wants which is what I like. I like Michael's thing because he's the only one that's a bit gleeful. Yeah, he just wants to go back into that thing. But if you just like turned up like five weeks later, covered in hooker blood, and gone, here's your twenty grand or whatever it was, or two million, like yeah, I killed all the hookers, all no, of them. I, 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 I killed. Wait, how, how is like, that a good way of getting one point three million dollars? I don't. Well, it's very fast. You know, it's, how, just, how many hookers would you have to kill to make well, one point three million dollars? They spawn in a line by that strip club by Michael's house in, a, in like a, like four or five. So I'd say if you just plow through them with a good enough car, got out, got them all, 
drove one block down, turned around and came back. What's the spawn rate on that? But they don't thing? drop that much money. No, but if you do that for like a week... Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah well, sooner or later, no. someone's going to notice that for the past five days straight, prostitutes have been murdered every three minutes. No, I agree that Michael was a more spot. interesting character than CJ. He was this is not exactly going to be a serial killer that's going to drive the police to distraction with figuring out what dastardly crime he's going to commit next. <laughs> it's going to be the same no, right? no, the same would. strip club. Again, he would because every time they're trying to set up their little tent and their little triangles with the numbers <laughs> on, it's just a car would go through. And this is it. not a crime that would require Cole Phelps to come in <laughs> and look at the little triangles and go, hmm. Just Cole Phelps in the background picking up a coke can and he's like, oh, what is this? It's just another row of fuckers just get plowed. Actually, out. it would. Cole Phelps would be screwed because before he could even get done looking at all the scattered prostitute limbs, you'd have run over another fuse. There'd be more limbs scattered. Yeah. He'd never get through the crime scene. Yeah. You might be onto something here. Yeah, That's eventually like the keep blood them so would busy that they can't get anywhere. Yeah, the blood was becoming like a torrent, and so people just get washed away as they were trying Cole to. Cole Phelps just it. slips up on all the blood. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> eventually, he gets bored and just has to go and have sex with the, his German floozy. <laughs> Not right, but I agree. I love Dale Noir. Where the fuck's Dale <sighs> Noir to? God, it's I, in a grave really... next to Team Ponder. God, no, right. I fucking and body love harvest War, too. And the whole yeah. time in Elden War, I was sat there going, okay, so when's the tutorial going to finish? And then the game ended, and I went, oh. Yeah. Which ending did you go for? Because some of them are more unsatisfying than I'd others. I'd like to point something out. I've never actually finished it because I cannot read people's faces. No, I don't I mean, know what that no, says it, about me. It probably no. puts me on some sort of spectrum, but I just no, can't go three quarters of the, lying. No, you get about three quarters of the way through the game and it suddenly goes, you're playing a different character now. It's like, wait, hang on, what? <laughs> wait, wait. I don't know what's going yeah. on. You start playing a different character. Okay. Who is going after the character you were playing for most of the game. It's like, what? I why? Are you Ooh. trying to avoid spoilers for a game that's been out for well over a year? No, <laughs> I just literally don't remember what happened because it was so uninteresting. Well over a year. That's how you like, describe a game that came out like, half a decade ago. Elinor, it kind of it felt like they were making a good game, and then they just sort of went a bit too ridiculous with the story. I mean, just give, just make, just make a good police game. Come on. <laughs> but Personal um, offense, no, I, you only played as that guy for like two or three missions. You got back to Cole Phelps pretty quick. No, in fact, uh, yeah, but still, it felt it took me out of it a bit. You know, hmm. it took me out of it enough to just be like, okay, I'm, I don't really feel into this game anymore. And then, but no, I, I agree that like in five, Michael, like every, pretty much except for Franklin, fuck Franklin, but the, seriously, the fuck Franklin and his stupid decisions. The characters felt a bit more interesting than in San Andreas, but San Andreas inherently felt a bit more. It was an RPG, it was a light RPG ish, um, and I liked that because I felt like I had control over kind of how my character acted and looked, but the missions, because the missions never. You, the missions were always kind of forced upon you, and it felt narratively sound. It was like, you have to do this thing, otherwise, you know, you can't do this. It's like, well, fine. It kind of sounds fun anyway, you know. And what I, my ideal game would be San Andreas, but a bit bigger, and with, with GE5 graphics and mechanics. And optional heist where you get a choice of different heists, and you don't have to do any if you don't feel like it. And if it could yeah. do blowjobs as well, that would be great. Yeah. We just mm-hmm. add that in there. Yeah, that's nice. my ideal game. With with Saints, with and if they went further with the customization, made it like Saints Row two level. Great, perfect. 
Do you remember spending the whole of GTA 5 every time we were playing as Franklin and like, you know, one of his old friends calls him up and say, Hey, I've been kidnapped. I need you to come and shoot 30 guys to save me. I was like, okay, in a moment they're going to give me the option to say, Yes, I'll do that, plus karma, or no, I won't. Boo, you're a bad friend. I was like, okay, and I will select no when that happens, and that moment never came. Well, that's because Franklin just kept being an obedient little lapdog, running along to help his stupid friends, who then at the end of the mission always told him, You're a sellout, bro. I bloody hate you. God, you've forgotten where you came from. To which, and then, I always was, okay, like, no, like Franklin, what you say in response pay. is, yes, I have, because where I came from was a fucking shithole, and I've managed to escape from it. Fuck you all. But he never said that either. Like that fucking, what, Tanisha's like, hey, like, what, what just come do my, like, boyfriend's job for me. Yeah, my, my boyfriend's okay. busy being unconscious from drugs at the moment. Can you come and do his job for him? He's like, yes, yes, Here's miss. Here's one of those Sorry, people miss. who helps all his friends out and gets, like, nothing in return. And he gets less than nothing house. in return. He gets basically insulted for his trouble. Yeah, but I do like the, when he gets that house, which overlooks. That's like one of my favorites of the game. Is you first step into that house, which is just in the in the hills, which is amazing, and you just step in yeah. there, and like from that moment on, you hardly ever really speak to any of your friends again, and then you get shit for it. <laughs> oh no! Then then you get told, "Hey, we're in trouble. Can you drive off? Can you drive across the entire map to a bloody sawmill?" That's gonna take you ten minutes yeah, to drive. Yeah, but that's the thing. To. Is like his And then shit, can you drive back? That's the that's the that's the Franklin story. Is that his shit was all this like gang stuff, and he's like, oh, I want to get out of this world, get out of this world. He gets out of that world, and he's this beautiful thing. But the new friends he's made just give him the exact same shit. No, that was his old friends. It was his old friends that dragged him to the bloody storm, and he never had any chance to say no. He can always just don't go, let him die. Mission failed, who gives a shit? And like, the game seemed to suggest, and Franklin's reaction seemed to be like, when his, like, his mother and all his friends said, hey, you've changed, man, you've forgotten where you've come from, he, like, and he... He's like, no, I can see it from my new balcony, look, it's just over there. Yeah, no, and his that... response should have been, yes, yes, I have forgotten where I came from, because where I came from was terrible, and any sane person would be trying to escape from it as hard as they could, because it's entrenched poverty and terrible, and we should all be fleeing from it. Why on see, earth are you shaming me for improving Michael's... myself and escaping from entrenched poverty, no, you lunatics? That's why Michael's great, because all of these missions where it's like, come save me, he's like, I don't fucking want to, but f fine. But he's I'll very, do like, it anyway, because yeah. I'm just an idiot. He's just pissed off all the time, and he, he is resentful of his family, and his family are resentful of him, but there's just some, like, you know, sort of family obligation to Neither of them really want to talk to each other, but ah. they're just sort of like, like, okay, we're family technically, so I, I guess I have to. And there's that, it feels like a begrudging... It's like he's like, stuck it, in a permanent Thanksgiving. That's what it is. It's just it's just endless Thanksgiving. But of frankly, it doesn't make sense. I was just waiting for like the moment. Like I assumed his plot was ultimately going towards arc. Of eventually, he was just going to snap and say, "No, fuck all of you. You've kept asking me to do these ridiculous things, and I've done it. And you've given me no thanks. You've given me unkind words for it. No, screw yourself. I'm going to go and build a new, better life for myself." And that moment never came. No. And that's so Michael, really weird. Michael, that Michael redeems didn't himself. Go there. And Trevor, his whole story arc is, "I'm a mad bastard. I like killing people. Oh, someone wants me to kill." people okay cool i will yeah he he, he didn't have an arc he he showed no. up mad and ended either mad or dead depending on how you played the game i mean and that's fine that works for his character and michael's character worked for him frankly and i, str like, I and i straight Franklin. at the moment the game gave me the choice of which ending i was like yeah kill trevor trevor's <laughs> clearly an utter so maniac i was so angry because it's like of okay, course you, you kill trevor why would you yeah. do anything no, but i got kill so angry trevor. at the ending of that because it's like do you want to kill michael or trevor i'm like i want to kill franklin <laughs> yes <laughs> Could we Can maybe, commit suicide? maybe like, send Franklin to kill well, uh, Trevor the and then have them kill each was other? Called suicide. Thank you very much. That was your what? third option. You had kill Michael, uh, kill uh, Trevor, or suicide. 
That's how the missions were labelled. Well, you no, know, it's labelled as suicide, but yeah. it's actually just an incredibly easy series of missions where everything gets wrapped up in five minutes. I love how Yahtzee It's so ridiculously that easy it is. You just kind of think, why didn't we just do this in the first place? It's this was Yahtzee easy. Yahtzee described that finale by having them go, hang on a minute, we're murderers. <laughs> Let's go and murder everyone. I like that as an ending, though. I, I think that's good because they realise... it was too easy. GTA. It was way too easy. But that's the point. When killing is that frequent, the only time killing is ever, like, an issue is when the game takes over and somebody runs away and you're like, I have to get them out of hiding again. That's the only time you can't kill people. Killing people is too easy in games and this was a commentary on it. This was the, yeah, just kill them all. I liked it. thought it worked. Mm. Can we talk about a different game? Because we have a, I've actually got a new game I want to talk about. Ooh. Okay. That has changed its art style ever so slightly and ruined it. Ooh. With the tiniest change in the world. I'm going to talk Go. now about the new Worms game, Worms WMD. Fuck Worms WMD. Fuck that game. Fuck okay. it. Okay, hang on. I'm going to get myself up to no, speed can here. Can I go on this? No, I want to go on this. Up. I want to just tackle it. This is the smallest thing I've Sorry. ever done. But You first. It's a game where you have lots of worms very small on the screen. And worms got into our hearts, mostly with Worms Armageddon, because they were tiny, they were cute, and they had three distinct little facial features. One was massive eyebrows. They had the very big mouth. Oh, the f- what the fuck have they done? And the third thing they had, the most <laughs> important thing... I hadn't seen this! They had big eyes. And eyes and eyebrows and a mouth give you so much expression. Basically, just the eyes themselves with the eyebrows gave you every single emotion they needed. And that's how we connected with the worms. Now, in this no! new game, they've no! inverted the eye colour. So the eyes are the same colour as the eyebrows, are like brown. So you can't actually really see their eyes. Like, the whites of their eyes are brown with little tiny, like, white pupils flying in them. So you can't actually get any facial expressions out of them. So they just don't have any, like, life to them. And it's Do like they still say, you'll change. regret that? Yes. Because that's important to me. The, some of the names okay. are incredibly funny. I believe one's like, a, you can actually play as like a budding streamer, I think it's called, who just spouts <laughs> nonsense. Excellent. I quite like that. Can I go off on this now? Wait, can I say one more thing? God damn. I stopped playing the game when I right-clicked to select a weapon and saw that the sec- there was weapons on one tab. I was like, oh, there's a second tab. Click the second crafting. Tab. There's a fucking crafting. It's called crafting. I was like, I'm out. I'm down. We don't need this. No, okay. Please let me go off on this. Go off. Okay, fuck, right. Worms to Armageddon is fucking incredible, mm-hmm. right? We can all yep. agree on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right absolutely. Mm-hmm. And... Whoa, 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 whoa. We, whoa. we played it not so long ago, in fact. What the fuck's incredible? Worms 2 Armageddon. What the fuck is Worms 2 Armageddon? What do you mean? That's that shitty remake of Worms Armageddon that isn't as good as Worms Armageddon. It's pretty good. No, it's terrible. Fine, I can't whatever. remember which one I like now. Worms Armageddon, the original, from good old 1999 slash... Which it, it still works. All it all still works and fine. Yeah, with the original Worms Armageddon, we played that recently. It still works. Yeah, it, work, it works absolutely fine. The good old game version is put up to like 1080p and shit. It's amazing. That's interesting because on I think I've Steam version is up to 1080p too. On, yeah, on yeah. Steam, it's Worms Armageddon, but on I think I've got it on iOS and it's Worms Two Armageddon. No, Worms Two Armageddon was an Xbox game that was uh, came out. Oh God, probably over half a year ago now. It was an entirely different game with an entirely different art style and everything looks different oh. and it's like bigger and chunkier. No, that's not what the one I'm talking about. The one on iOS is bi- is literally exactly the same as Worms Armageddon. I'm looking at screenshots of it now and it's not. <laughs> it's not. No, this was like a, a strange rebooty thing. Google Worms 2... Look, Google... I mean... Worms 2 Armageddon is a different game to Worms Armageddon. 
It's the sequel yeah. of Worms Armageddon, sort of. But it's close enough. No. Frankly, on, no. On no, iOS, it does, it's close enough. Good. No, it's not it's as not. good. It's not as good, but on, on, on iOS, it's close enough. Either way, look, Worms Armageddon, right? Amazing. Okay. Yeah. Worms Armageddon is, yes. 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 Now, Worms WMD is the fucking icing on the fuck. It's the, it's the candles on the fucking cake of... Who makes Worms, even? Fuck, I don't even know their name. Uh, Team, Team 17, Team who just 17. released the amazing good stuff. Overcooked. They do no, a lot of good stuff, Team, actually. Team 17, right? And they're lovely. Team... I've, I've spoken to them at EGX Res no, recently. they make a bunch they? of good games, but for some reason, they go, okay, we have the Worms license. Let's just fucking add random shit to it mm-hmm. in every new game, which doesn't really add anything to the fun and just over mess, just messes up the game. Well, they've got to do something. They can't just release the, literally the same game every year. People just will don't get suspicious game, and notice then. it. Just stop! Just stop, just stop making them. Well, then they wouldn't make it. Well, that that doesn't make money. What are exactly. you on about, Matt? Fuck! Like, right? They had that fucking worms game that just added like shitty water physics, which was. I look forward to point. introducing you to Team 17's finance director. Pointless I think he'll gimmick. have things to say about this. And this one. This, this let's this, not bother no. releasing games plan. This one. Well, okay, let's add fucking mounted turrets, building interiors, and fucking vehicles. Why? Yeah. I like the building what? interiors. Yeah, it could theoretically work. It does Why? work. The building interiors are actually quite nice. I think they're a good addition to the series. The vehicles don't quite work because they're quite cumbersome to control and they're just sort of everywhere. There's no real tactical advantage to them. No, because Worms is good because it, it, it's, it's delightful simplicity, but like it, it gets deeply complex if you really get into it. But this just makes it like... No, no, no. Worms works because it's a turn-based skill game, which is incredibly rare. You, you're, you, It's a skill game. It's a full skill game, but you have a turn in which to do it. It is, but it's skimple. That's what I mean. Skimple. It's a simple concept it's and it's skimple. Good old skimple. executed simply. Skimple. 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 But, right. Skimple! They just, they just throw like random shit at it. Like we skimmed milk. Because they go, oh, we got to do something new to it. They just fucking throw random fucking ideas at it. Fuck it. Yes. My issue is that they made the eyes look shit. Yeah. And I get pissed off, because I, like... Like, fucking what is... I, 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 look, I have fucking... Okay. I got Worms. Worms Armageddon. Worms Blast. Worms Clan Wars. Worms Crazy Off, which is it's a crazy golf game. That's different. Worms Pinball. Why do I have Worms Pinball? Worms Reloaded. Worms Revolution. Worms Ultimate Mayhem. And Worms Weapons of Mass Destruction. And what? I've worms got... Clan hang Wars. on, i got Worms. Worms 2. Worms Armageddon. Worms War Pie. Worms 3D. Worms Force Under Siege. Worms 4 Mayhem. Worms Open Warfare. Worms... Reboot. Worms on Warfare 2, Worms of Space Oddity, Worms 2 Armageddon, Worms Reloaded, Worms Battleline, Worms Ultimate Mayhem, Worms Revolution, Worms 3, Worms Clan Wars, Worms Battleground, Worms World Party Remastered, Worms 4, and Worms WMD. And most I've got Worms Reboot. Armageddon, which proves I'm the cleverest one of the three of us, because I stopped buying them at that Worms point. Clan Wars. I may have been reading a Wikipedia article. <laughs> Worms Clan Wars was one of the more recent ones, and what Worms Clan Wars did is it went, okay, let's add... Uh, let's just add less hats. Let's have maybe like six voices instead of the amazing, ridiculous amount we had in Armageddon. And let's get rid of a lot of the personality and make the exact same game, but boringer. You'll regret that. Don't even say that. <laughs> that should have been the community's response to that decision. <laughs> like, I get so... Well, you see, Worms you... WMD is pretty much everything that you want from a Worms game, which is they've just made it like Armageddon, but they've added a few new things. But the new things up. are just pointless. They're just, it's just, it's shit. They went, okay, we need to add like It doesn't feel natural. It feels work. like they just threw shit at it because they needed to. Like, I can still play Armageddon. The servers still fucking work. Why haven't Mostly. they added 
spherical maps yet, like planets. Have they had done that yet? They must have done that by now. Ooh, Worms Galaxy. There was. There must have been. Yeah. Have Super we done the Worms, Worms Galaxy, Galaxy yet? They had. No, they had a sense, space though. one. They had a Worms of Space Oddity, but I literally I read that off Wikipedia. I've, I've never heard a fucking no, thing about it. No, that would make sense. Like if they kind of did it like Angry Birds Space, where they had these little yeah, that, that would be really like cool because it is That'd a game about physics and stuff. Okay, Worms Space yeah. is a weak exclusive game that is a standard Worms game, but they're in space. Mm-hmm. So if you've got a hankering for that, just kind of play. Um, oh, what's it called? The thing that's in the humble bundle right now. Uh, Lovers in a Dangerous Space Time, which is kind of the same thing. It's kind of like. It, it does have the same kind of physics-y, planet-y shooting weapons that have kind of uh, momentum and force and gravity effects from planets. It's quite good. Yep. Mm. Well, still, it's not I a Worms think, game, think, though, is okay, it? Team 17, right? Take Dan's idea and make it and give us money. Thank you. Yeah, just, just basically, <laughs> you, just, you don't add new stuff. I think just to uh, have some formula mix-ups. Yeah, because that sounds fun. That's like, like just right. So you take you you make Worms Armageddon again, right? Because that's that's the best one. I mean, some people like it Worms World well. Party, but I think Worms World Party just wasn't as shiny. It wasn't as clean. Like, take all the voices from Armageddon or re-record them. Or they've got most of them. Apart, all... A Soul Man's vanished, I believe. But that's that's the only one I really was. I really know. Scouts is gone as well. Well, that was just racist. Fuck you. But then you want to have instead of having like your vehicles and your other sections and stuff, have like different styles of maps. So have space maps where it's circular and you have to deal with circular gravity. Have underwater maps, because the worms just give a little scuba dome thing, but then like bullets move a lot slower and stuff, and then they'll have less range and things, but then you get other weapons that work a lot better underwater. And you know, make things interesting, like grenades just float, so they're fucking useless, unless of course there's someone above you, in which case you just throw it in front of you then it bobs up. You know, have, make some interesting things. Have a mix up of how the, the levels and stuff work. Tweak things, don't just add new stuff like crafting. Because as soon as I saw Super Banana Bomb, I went, alright, I don't want to know how this is. Have you seen some of the fucking weapons in Dominion here as well? Because they have some ridiculous weapons. They've not really added, I didn't see any new weapons on the main weapon screen. It doesn't look like it, but there are. There's like a satellite which basically destroys everything and it's like literally just destroys half the map in one go. Cool. Um, There is a carpet bomb which just drops carpets. That was already in the game. That was already in the game. Was that? That wasn't in Armageddon. That was in Armageddon. Yeah, it was. It was one of the um, super weapon things. Which, incidentally, good pro tip to get those out fast. If you turn, if you make a custom game thing and turn everything from crates off, so if you, because it says how many times you want to appear in crate, turn them all off. Then the only crate, and then turn crates on the max. The only crates that will drop will be crates with rare weapons in, like Princess Mingfar's carpet bomb. Uh, the French sheep strike, postal the donkey? strike, concrete donkey. I didn't get most. I have a very few. Have very they fixed the concrete the donkey in this one? Because it used to just bounce in a big straight line down, and now in the new ones, it sort of bounces around the fucking place. There's, I saw a, there's a fire one. Like crafting, you just kind of can modify the weapons. So you can make a fire concrete donkey, for example, and that just just goes straight down. Yeah, just just goes straight down. Interesting. Uh, I just. I just feel they overcomplicate the formula, really, by adding all this random shit. Just yeah, they like they never they make it clean, and they're like, "We made a good worms game," and then they just bolt shit onto it. I'm like, "All right, what are you doing?" It's like, "Oh, here's a helicopter and a tank and some mounted guns and interiors and all this random shit." I'm just, it, well, just where's Armageddon the fall? I've got, I've got a, pl- I've got, I think I've got a plan that could work for Team Seventeen. Uh-huh. They email everyone who's ever bought Worms Armageddon, and they say, "Guys." Making a game is really expensive. So either we can make a game that you're all going to hate and isn't going to be very good and we'll sell it for £10 and some of your bikes has got worms on it. Or we could not make any game and you just give us £1 each to do that so we can all keep our jobs but we won't bother making a worms game that you don't like. 
And we'll just sit at our desks making paper aeroplanes, and then there won't be terrible worms games. It'll just be Armageddon. No, see, they make stuff like Overcooked. No, yeah, they, they can work on that instead. They can just work yeah, all that. I'll pay a pound for that. We shit. can just. I will, I'd pay a one pound a one pound a year subscription fee just for there to be no more worms games. <laughs> yeah, unless it was like Dan's idea, basically. Mm. Yeah. See, I know how to do things. Also, I'd like to share a really lovely moment that just happened on Twitter, by the way. Ollie, Ollie. go on. Um, Planet Coaster just tweeted a great big heart to the guys at Parkitect Game for their work making this genre a great place with us. To which Parkitect replied, "Ah, thanks. Heart you too. Absolutely impressive what you guys are doing." Ah, isn't that nice? Right. Two really good coaster builders being lovely to each other. Coasters Alpha Three is out now, and our jizz cannons. It's amazing. At Rez, I spoke to the devs of Planet of Planet. Coaster. Did you lick them for me like I asked? Well, no, it was just after your video <laughs> came out of, of three things. Right? Oh, okay, yeah. And I said to them about it, and he, he said to me, oh, I had someone explain that to me because I didn't have time to watch it. So someone on the staff explained it to him. It's a, it's a video. It moves at 25 um, FPS. And I, I, he said, I mentioned parking. He went, oh, yeah, it's really good. And then I mentioned Rollercoaster Tech, and he went, we, no. <laughs> he, wouldn't even, he wouldn't even talk about it. He sort of looked at me and went, no. <laughs> and just left. <laughs> he didn't want to publicly criticize it, but you could see in his eyes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm more than happy to publicly criticize Rollercoaster Tech. Oh, Rob, yeah, no, that's fair. Which is gone. Mm. I haven't heard anything about that for a while. Yeah, what oh. happened to it? Is it did it is it launched? It's no, it's an early access still. Right, okay. Uh, let's have a look at Steam. Oh god, that's a horrible review. Cause yeah, cause um, Planet Coaster is it out now on Steam? Yeah, it's out now on Steam apparently. Uh, uh, it just oh god, no, they, just they've entered. Updated. They've updated. I think it's about reviews. to. Mostly recent, mostly negative. So it hasn't changed. Then. Yeah, but I've got <laughs> I've got Planet Coaster on Steam. So I oh god, I haven't announced something. I think it's again. I think it's an early access. Parker takes on Alpha Four, and. Yeah, yeah pla- oh shit! Have I announced the thing they haven't announced yet? <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. You all heard yeah, nothing. Yeah, ages ago. You all heard nothing. Yeah, I swear they said it was coming out. They said that ages ago. Dan. Yeah, yeah. In all fairness, it's, it is reasonable to assume that a game in development is planned to come out at some point. That's not really a massive spoiler. Yes. <laughs> Let's <laughs> fucking <laughs> game in development might at some point launch. Yeah. I like this. I like, the system requirements... Are Unless, of course, you work for Gearbox Software, in which case, nah. At the very bottom of the Rollercast Duke thing, it's additional notes, subject to change. Yep. Card, <laughs> subject to change. Okay, it's coming out in, like, a few days on Steam. <sighs> <laughs> I might give it a look at that point. So far, I've only been playing Parkitect, but I might give Planet Coaster a look. Yeah, it comes. it's yeah. coming out with Alpha 3, which is what I've been playing. Um, it's added a whole bunch of stuff, beautiful organisation of everything that we've already got. Uh, water is the big addition to this one. The way they do water is really nice. At the moment, there's no like underwater view. I hope they add an underwater view. So you can I, see I was avoiding the, it till they added water, so I'm happy to play it. It's now. it's got four different Sorry. types of water, and they're adding more at launch. But they've got like clean water, murky water, uh, like glacial, like completely flat, and then like Ooh. rough sea sort of one. So it's got a bit more of like waves Ooh. and stuff to it. In their special effects, which contain things like fire, electricity, water spouts, and stuff, they've added like wave crashes. So they will go off randomly. Oh. So you have big waves going every time you uh, every time you want them to. To be perfectly honest, that's how that works. Uh, oh. They've also Ooh. added like there's no like waterfall tool like in three. There's just like these new spouts of water. I don't know if we're ever going to get a roller coaster to, uh, a waterfall tool, but it's fine. Um, but yeah, it's it works the same. So it's it's not it, it's it's it works the same way. So you dig, dig, dig a big hole and then you click on the uh, the side of the the height of it where you want the water level to be. And then it just goes, okay, we'll build the water that level. 
you know, it's it's it, I th I think it's quite interesting to see sort of these very famous franchises like SimCity and fucking Rollercoaster Tycoon make a really shit game and then indies take it over and make a much better game. Yes, and mm. it's kind of sad in some regards for the like the you know the original kind of franchise. Happens, but on the other hand, it happens really in everything, I suppose. It does. It's, it's just the inspiration on the other hand, for the next generation. I mean, nothing really goes on forever. It's it's it, it's a real shame that they managed to fuck them up so badly, don't it? Well, yeah, I mean, something, I think SimCity, I wouldn't say it's massively fucked up, I'd say just the DRM was a massive stupid Yeah, and it was just dull, and it was idea. too small, and it... Well, I like most of the problems we have with games, microtransactions, DRM, isn't actually the developer, it's the publisher. These developers want to make great games. Yeah. And then the publisher's like, no, no, you got to do it like this, and this, like this, and this. Which is why staying publisher-free is something and I plan Indies to don't do. really have publishers. No, they, they do. Don't. They don't. I mean, really Frontier's their own fucking publisher at this point, they've even got their own yeah. fucking store and stuff. Really? Uh, yeah, that's because that's where you used to get the thing from. Oh yeah, that's what. Yeah. So now the yeah. alpha, I believe it's going to launch alpha beta in Steam very soon because it's on Steam for me at least. And that's cool. the thing they've good. announced. It's coming to Steam, so good. Haven't fucked that up. <laughs> I'm always scared of that. Like in my head, I'm like, have they announced this game yet? Like, <laughs> I run up right every time I'm joined down notes. This, I'm like, has that been announced yet? Has Bully Two been announced yet? But no, it's not a thing. I'm always a big made that one up. I made that one up. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm always a big fan of, like, in the middle of the night, just getting a message for you going, is this under embargo? Yeah, I never fucking remember. Like, the amount of times, like, a video is, like, three minutes until it's about to launch. I'm like, oh, shit, I don't think I can actually release this today. Matt! Is it there? It's bad, because I usually tell you it's under embargo when I give you the code, and you forget it. Well, yeah, but I'm never going to remember it that, am I? Am I? Yeah, I mean, am I? Of course, that's so unreasonable, isn't it? And then I said to the vicar, that's no dwarf, that's my wife! <laughs> I don't even get how that's a punchline to a joke. Even as a fake one, that's bad. I don't know. Make it up. That's that's no. a, that's the quest for Twitter. Anybody wants to uh, tweet me a joke where that's the punchline, then uh, feel free. One of my favourite things about the series Orange is the New Black is everyone's constantly telling the punchline to a joke we never hear. Huh. You, we just regularly cut to people telling the end of a joke where the punchline is, he's not an eggplant, he's just retarded. Uh -huh. And we never hear the joke. I, I'd love to think, like, in series three or four, which I haven't seen yet, that we don't hear what the actual joke is. But I, I like that as a recurring punchline that makes no is sense. Is it a joke about Jeremy Corbyn? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my, oh God. my God. Right, if you're like... You know you guys in America, you've got Trump and you've got the nuclear powers of death and destruction that bring about oh, the yeah. end of the Earth. Well, we've yeah. got Jeremy Corbyn. And Jeremy Corbyn is a man who sat down on the floor of a train. He's the leader of the Labour Party, who are the ones currently not in power. And sort of, he's, and I hate to say this, because this, this, this isn't technically right. It's technically right, but it doesn't sound right. He's our equivalent of Obama. Sort of. I mean, he's on that party and that side. He's just not currently in power. But he will get on a train, and to protest the fact that, I don't know what the fuck he was protesting, that the trains are too packed or something. He yeah, the sat train's, on the, the train's floor. too busy. Yeah, he's sat right. on the floor. I mean, he's really more journey. Bernie Sanders, isn't he? Yeah, he's a bit more Sanders. He's, yeah. he's, he's basically Bernie Sanders if Bernie the... Sanders were actually leading the Democrats. Yes, that's sort of what he is. Yeah. But none of the Democrats like him. But all of the Democrats hate him. Yeah. I think all the Dem many Democrats hate Bernie Sanders, so it's fine. So he sat down on the train floor to protest, and then Virgin fucking Richard Branson released CCTV footage of him walking past loads of empty seats to get to that floor. Which is just the <laughs> funniest fucking... Like, this is our biggest scandal we've had in years, right? 
It's the funniest <laughs> fucking thing. I mean, thing. what would you do if you'd said, you know what, today we're going to record the It's Ridiculously Grand Packed on the Trains video and you got on the train and there were seats everywhere? Yep. What would you do at that right, point? Right, but there's two things which I really love. One, right, the first time I ever got on that train, because I've been on that train, I've been on that train years and years and years ago. That was the train from Ooh. London to Newcastle. It's three hours long. <laughs> I just got my picture off. It's just him walking past loads of his seats. Right? He look, he's on got his like way his to the floor. Face. He's like, the first time I got on that train, I hadn't booked a seat, so I literally had to sit on the floor the whole way, because I walked through the whole carriage and there wasn't a single seat, and at every stop, I only stopped like two or three times before Newcastle, Every time it stopped, I would walk up and down again to see if there was any seats, but there were there were no seats. So it, that is a thing that happened on the train. But we've got this amazing thing where you can like book a seat. Like it's not because he was. I don't know what he was arguing about. It's like oh, it's it's more expensive. It's it's more expensive to not book a seat than to book a seat. Mm. But what's great about those? It's trains, often free to book a seat. It's, it's, mm. There's no additional cost, and if you're booking a seat in advance, it's less money. Like whenever mm. I travel on a train, I travel first class, and the reason I travel first class Ooh. is I buy my tickets about four or five months in advance because that's when I plan stuff, and it is literally cheaper by like tens, if not sometimes hundreds of pounds, than getting it on the day. So I'm like, I'll get a bit of luxury and get frozen free Wi-Fi and free food. So eventually it's actually yeah. the same sort of price when you factor everything in. But you get a bit more legroom and the lady doesn't frown at you. That's, that's you know, what I like. <laughs> the lady doesn't frown. Yeah. So that's, <laughs> you know, that's an absolutely, that's, that's my, that's my, that's my <laughs> one poshness I allow myself is I like to travel first class on no, trains. that's it, right. Because I, I <laughs> nice. took the Virgin train from Liverpool to London quite a lot. Yeah. Mm. And... That's like £80 if you want an off-peak return, which you don't get a reserved seat on. Yep. Or £40 if you want reserved seats, and it's like an advanced fare and you can't travel any time, but you get a reserved seat. Yeah, it's that's like the thing. It's like you get a reserved seat, but you can only travel on that train, which makes sense. I mean, yeah. Hmm. But I always I always get the off-peak anyway, because like those trains are always like mostly empty. Yeah. And to, in, it's, the, it's in the defense... Like five carriages are first class, and there's like one person in them. In the defense of Virgin, twice I've had my journey cocked up massively. Once by a train being cancelled so I couldn't actually get on the train, they refunded that with no questions whatsoever to the full price. I brought it cheap, and they refunded the full price. And uh, the other time, I like the ticket machine was broken, and I got the train, I was like, I don't have a ticket. And they were like, nah, it's probably fine. So that was good. <laughs> That's East Coast version, though, isn't it? That was, uh, yeah, no, that, uh, no, that was split between two of them. One was the East Coast version, one was the, the main one up Scotland. Oh, right, Scotland right. Hang on, is it East Coast version up Scotland? Is one I was going up Edinburgh? Ah, <coughs> fuck, who cares? Cause, cause, this is literally, this is the biggest scandal in politics that we've had since last week. <laughs> since last week? When he, don't know, he said he preferred tuna without sweet corn or something. Oh, fuck. Hot damn. It's great, right? At the moment, we've got, like, the Tories, who are the evil bastards, who are just ruling. They're just governing. They're just doing their thing. Theresa May's gone on holiday. Nobody fucking knows. Yeah, exactly. What, what, what's it, what are they even yeah, doing? She's not done anything. I'm almost suspicious. They've gone quiet. weirdly quiet. I will like, point out... Basically, somewhere they're going to unveil the Death Star. I will point out... Because they've been doing something. They Well, during this whole Corbyn train thing, they did abolish the Human Rights Act. They have started putting that into motion. Yeah, they're just sort of quietly doing things in the background while the Labour Party... It's not Party quite the Death Star, but it's most of the way there. <laughs> yeah. No, it's great, because the Labour Party are just distracting everyone. So they're yeah, just quietly oh, they're doing not things only just, the They're Labour tearing themselves apart and... They're literally the... Like, there is no way in hell I can vote Labour at this point, because they have proven themselves to be the least effective group of people on the planet. Like so... No, right. I, look, I, I get a lot of them have a problem with Corbyn, right? But they're sat here, in squabbling, while the fucking... 
the, the party they are directly combating are doing all the things they don't want to do, and they are not mentioning it at all because they're rather infight. Yeah, they're, they're rather infight. They're, they're being petty fuckwits, which means now, instead of having a choice between the Tories, the Liberal Democrats, and Labour, well, the Liberal Democrats shot themselves in the foot, now Labour being a bunch of fucking twats. It's like, well, there's the Tories. <laughs> it's like the Tories or Green who don't have a chance. Yeah. Right. So that's good. I hope you're not poor I, I, because uh, I like posh po people fighting are ruining that for you. Oh, I'm quite a fan of this though because it's like the, the <laughs> Labour Party, like at the time where they needed to be unified, right? I get yeah. a lot of them have a problem with Jeremy Corbyn. A lot of it's justified. Yeah. But frankly, put those aside for now. Focus on the fact there's a big change happening in the country. Deal with that for the time being yeah. and then deal with Corbyn. So we'll leave. I mean, the UK is going to cool. leave the Human Rights Act, EU's Human Rights Act, and they're going to make their own ones up. But their own one that they've already written doesn't involve any surveillance thing. So they are now going to be legally allowed for, to spy on anybody for any reason over data communications. That is a thing that yeah. is happening. But it doesn't fucking matter because Jeremy Corbyn sat on the floor of a train because he's a fucking twat bag. And fucking Owen fucking Wilson, not Wilson, Owen Wilson is his rival. No, what's it? Owen Smith. Yeah. Owen Smith called him like, I can't remember what he fucking called him, it was like the mildest insult ever. Oh, he called him a lunatic. And Corbyn's lot went, oh, actually, you can't mention his PR lot went, oh, you can't mention that because that, uh, that insults the differently abled. Oh, fuck off, you Tumblr fucking fucking fuck. <laughs> <laughs> You, Speaking of like, well, that's like, Jeremy Corbyn and me stood like when I Jeremy Corbyn's lecture, I was like, "This is a guy who I fucking am with on all of his shit." And now I'm like, "Yeah, he can fuck off. He needs to fuck off. Like he is in, like politics is a game. Like sometimes you get the perfect person, but it's not the right time, and that's just the way the shit goes." And yeah, Jeremy Corbyn needs to fuck off quickly, otherwise the Tories are going to get more power. They're just, they're just, at the moment, they're fucking... They're a lot of people have said, right, that, that, that Theresa May should call an election now because they all just... That's why I said, that is what I said on Brexit. I went, you just call it now. Just fucking call it now. There is literally, you will win it so strongly. There is nothing to fear. Yep. She will do nothing but say, win. John? You want to say, John, were you going to say something? I was just about to speaking, speaking of massive British political twats... I don't know if anyone saw this in the news. I found this quite... I don't know if this is terrifying or funny. It's probably a bit of both. <laughs> Nigel Farage is going to be speaking on a shared platform with Donald Trump shortly. Good. He's He's gone over to Mississippi, so they're going to be in the same building at the same time. Good. Oh, I can't wait for all the photo ops of them shaking hands. Mm. Oh, I'm so excited. Good. Nigel Farage and Donald Trump. Oh, the worst And sharing a platform. Have you seen, like, hang Donald on, Trump's hang like, on. I need to send a message out. Gone down there. ISIS, if you're listening... <laughs> You know, never mind. <laughs> that no. was my attempt at Donald Trump's second amendment. We should shoot Hillary in the face thing, but uh, mm -hmm. no. I should just now, those of you who own fertilizer factories, <laughs> you might <laughs> want to take this in your own hands. <laughs> fertilizer warehouse owners. Oh, you know, I had someone. I, I had someone. I was, I was arguing for the, the use of hydrogen cars, right, uh -huh. over electric cars because they're a bit more practical. Oh, I don't even. I don't even know. What this, can, you, can you explain the science? <laughs> no, no, I'm not a chemist anyway. where do you get hydrogen from when your car runs out of hydrogen the petrol station my petrol station doesn't have a hydrogen pump no but they can add hydrogen pumps what they if they replace... haven't well, what oh. if i drive to somerset where they don't even have pavements yet <laughs> somewhere <laughs> there no, we oh, no seriously are you, are you, are you, my, one of my ex-girlfriends was in was in somerset and i went down there to, to visit her home during summer vacation at one point they don't have fucking pavements it's like civilization hasn't reached there yet. There is an what? entire wing of this what? country that is still in John, the dark ages. John, I know you probably did that in nineteen, you know, 
87 or whatever when you were sort no, of mid-teens. No, this was but... 2006 or something. Oh. Yeah, that's about right. No pavements. No. Look, regardless, right. What the it fuck are matter. people in Somerset doing? Look, regardless, arguing for hydrogen. I had someone on Twitter go, oh, but if you do that, then the terrorists can make hydrogen bombs. <laughs> 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 it's like, we well, don't want to give them easy access to hydrogen. I was like, oh, no. Someone, okay, no one tell that person how easy atoms are to access because he might freak the fuck out. <laughs> it was like, you still need, like, nuclear grade. It's still a nuclear bomb. It's not like you just get hydrogen and make them. <laughs> you just point out to, where do you think atom bombs come from? <laughs> atoms. It was like, oh, but if they have E extra hydrogen, like, have you heard of petrol bombs? Ooh, they're just... Oh my god. <laughs> I just like the idea of that. It's like, we don't even need a fertilizer factory, just find some hydrogen. I just, sorry, <laughs> I just need to interrupt that The Guardian's most recent headline is Virgin Trains controversy has helped Jeremy Corbyn's leadership bid because it's apparently highlighted his desire to renationalize the railways. Jeremy Corbyn worrying about the railways at this point is like me playing SimCity when my city has been hit by a meteorite. But I want to get this station in the right place. That's, I've been there. I've done that. I've been Jeremy Corbyn. I'm like, yeah, but if I get this station, it'll look fucking brilliant. And a little house coming in the residential area. And... Coming soon in City Skylines, the natural disaster DLC. <laughs> that is a real thing, yeah. That's a real thing. Looking forward to ignoring that while... Uh, yeah. I ju- oh, my God. Oh, my God. Just... Oh, my God. No. Just... Hydrogen bombs. Because it's, it's, it's... Yeah, sorry. We went... We hit a political route. <laughs> But so it just. just no, it's this right. image of just a bunch of terrorists in like traditional like black mass pulling up into a petrol station, just having a massive bomb on the back seat of like a Vauxhall Corsa, just getting just kind of putting in little. No, their argument was that the hydrogen. No, their argument was their argument was that the hydrogen can't was the bomb. It's like they just pull up in like a, a high a hydrogen Toyota. I wondered piece. what the fuse was for. Just <laughs> sticking out a bonnet, a big comedy fuse. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was so we could go at the dodgems, you know? <laughs> oh, God, it's the most hilarious thing. Right. But no, here's the thing. America, right? I know we joke about your politicians a lot, but for God's sake, I know Hillary's terrible, but for goddamn sake, at least the Democrats are fucking unified. Yeah. And mm. even though Trump is terrible, at least the Republicans are going, yeah, okay, we'll forget about that and just focus on, you know, the election. Mm-hmm. The, the problem with Trump is he preaches hate over anything else. It's always hate and yeah. blame. Basically, you know all the stuff that Yoda warned us about? That's Donald Trump. No, I love his Twitter because not once I don't think he's ever said what he's going to do. Is All his Twitter is is great turnout at this event and Hillary's shit, ain't she? Yeah, and oh, for- don't forget he occasionally also complains about talk shows, which he's really obsessed oh, with. Oh, com- he's been complaining about like newspapers recently. Yeah, he complains about anyone saying bad things about him. Yeah. Also, he's really thin-skinned criticism. Also, he doesn't like Mexican people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I got just a lot of pictures of him. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I'm just looking at his tweets. Mm. I've got an idea, by the way. I've put this on Twitter before. I think it's an interesting idea, which is we potentially need a new leader for the Labour Party at some point. Just someone brand new, because neither of the two guys who wanted the moment are particularly I am available. inspiring or good at their job. America seems to be pretty much done with Obama. That's what I've been saying the whole time. I've been saying yeah. this the whole time. <laughs> yeah. Get that <laughs> son of a bitch over here. You know what? I right? think he'd be happier. We've no, already Obama's got, great. We've already got socialised healthcare. Yep. 
Obama's fucking. I don't know. Like, I think he'd love it over here being our prime minister. He'd but at the end the of the day, Obama's pretty. He's a pretty cool guy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm down with Obama. I think he'd be fine. I think he'd really enjoy governing the UK as well. Yeah. He, you know, he'd have much less trouble with us. He just like re- all he has to do, right? He has to come over. Literally, take the exact same speech he used and replace the word freedom with like tea. public. Tea. <laughs> tea. Yeah, exactly. And replace the word United States with United Kingdom. Easy. Change you can public in. Public you can believe in? Change you can public in. <laughs> <laughs> we are the public we've been waiting for. That works! What? No, it doesn't. We are the public we've been waiting for. Yeah. That doesn't make any sense. No. That sounds like a Beatles lyric. <laughs> we are the public we've been waiting for. I'd listen to that. Why are they Australian? Because I was actually thinking of Steve Irwin. <laughs> I don't know. Rest in peace, Steve Irwin. Rest in peace. My, my brain just went, say this. Fuck, it doesn't fucking matter. We're fucked anyway. Who gives a shit? <laughs> well, I'm, I'm currently sitting here going, yeah, Theresa May's probably the best person for the job right now. I mean, that's a sad state of that's affairs. That's literally the saddest state of affairs, but yeah, no, that's genuinely. Like, it's a sad state of affairs, you know. I like Cameron left and it went, oh, that's pretty mm. sad. And then Theresa May came and went, yeah, that's probably Ooh, fair enough. Pop quiz. Oh my god. Oh can my god. Oh my god. Sorry. Current, can, can we you just name the current leader of the Lib Dems? Yeah. Marcus Bristol. Hitler. Matt, can you name the current leader of the Lib Dems? Marcus Bristol. <laughs> <laughs> Matt copied me, miss. <laughs> Does anyone in the chat know who the current leader of the Lib Dems is? I can you Google him? I don't think the chat can. Google? <laughs> no, they're not allowed to Google it. You're not allowed to Google it. You have to just can like, can we point out Google the person in the chat? Knows. What's your name? Matt in the Crown, who just said, Dan wouldn't like Mexicans if they flooded his town. Oh, curse those Mexicans who blow up dams. Don't quite, I don't oh, quite God, understand. Don't, who the fuck is Tim Farron? Oh, he's the leader of the Liberal Democrats, mate. I've never heard <laughs> <laughs> Yep. Good old Tim Farron. That oh. man who's constantly on news night in the news, talking oh. up a good game. What? Who the fuck? I don't John know. He hasn't really Cena. done, he hasn't, <laughs> he hasn't really done anything. Yeah. I've also suggested in the past we should just hand England and Wales over to Scotland and let Nicola Sturgeon manage things because I think she's pretty much got her shit together. Yeah. God, he's the most boring-looking man in the she, world. Nicola Sturgeon's one of those people in the movie you're not sure if she's going to be the one who betrays everyone or not. But I'm willing to hedge my bets at this point. God, I love her. <laughs> she is great, though, isn't she? If she invades, you'll be one of the first people taken over in Liverpool. Yeah, fucking ace. They, the Liverpool needs to jump at that. Yeah, yeah exactly. This is one of the most fucking, like, social. You know what we would do? Fucking... We would finally find out where the North-South divide really is. <laughs> if Scotland marched on England. When they actually started getting resistance. Oh, that's the South. That's it there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the Mid- the Midlands is going to cause some well, trouble, John's though. Fucking... The Midlands is really divided. Midlands is that shade of grey shit. No, it's it, no, it's worse than that. It's, it's not grey. I'm, I'm from the Midlands. And the problem is the Midlands is little pockets of areas that have done really, really well and little pockets that have never recovered from deindustrialization and never will. Yep. So there is, there's, there'll be real conflict in the Midlands about what's going to happen For context there. of this, go on YouTube and search Map Men. Map um, Men, Map Men, Map Men, Map Men, Map Men, Map Men. He's agreed, to, Jay Foreman has agreed to be on my podcast. Oh, I love fucking Jay Foreman, he's fucking incredible. Seriously, know, right? this guy called Jay Foreman, he does little YouTube videos and songs for kids and weird stuff. It's, it's wonderful. No, you know what's funny as well, actually, I found out when I, I googled him, it turns out he was in a video about the general election that got sent and played to every secondary school student in the country. Yes, he was. 
Mm. So you've probably heard of him if you're in school. He is he is one of my favouritest people. But he contacted me and was like, can I be on your podcast? And I was like, yes! Oh my god, tell him I love him, please. I will. He's one of those like YouTubers that every time a new episode of Matt Men comes up. Because he's, he's, he's really good at taking something and making it interesting, but informative. I can do yeah. that up until the informative part. You get like, with like, me, oh, look, you get interested geography. Or, yeah, like he's he he basically just does videos about like interesting maps and stuff and countries. And he's just got a very good comedic style. Yeah, very very funny, really nicely edited stuff. Yeah, very much. Go, he's a musician as well. Yeah, his song "Bim" is amazing. Bim, bim, right. bim, bim. Anyway, so the we should talk about games. Games, yeah. Games. We actually were like <laughs> Microsoft have announced an official Xbox onesie. I thought that was a joke. Is that <laughs> that's real? real? That's a real thing. <laughs> I just assumed that was just like an Onion article. No, or that is a genuine thing. I believe they must have only made it for the pun, but it's a real thing. I just googled it. Oh god, it's awful. It's real thing. <laughs> I would like it's to point out that it doesn't look that nice. I'd like to point out that the first response to that was someone. Oh, it was Tech the Shark on Twitter who immediately replied with, "Does it come in S? Too good for Twitter that joke. That joke is too. Yeah. That is the best joke. Yeah, that is a good joke. That's the best it's joke. Got, like, it's got pockets with little things. Oh, it's got a phone pocket in the thing. It's got a controller pocket. Yep. It's got a screen pocket. What do you mean? What do you mean screen? It's actually pocket? got an Xbox One built into it. No, it's got like a pocket that has a picture of a monitor on it, and I don't know how you'd fit anything in it. Yeah. Oh, actually, this reminds me. Um, some news we haven't talked about. PlayStation Now is coming to PC. It's on PC. Just came out. Yeah, I found that a Short bit odd. Yeah, really? I'm very happy because that means they're finally releasing a wireless adapter for the PS4 controller for PC. Oh, no. Okay, here's a bad thing, though, with it. The wireless adapter only supports one controller. That's a quite bad thing. And also, it's Bluetooth anyway, so why do you need an adapter for it? It's oh, because Bluetooth. that means it can do proper drivers for it. I mean, they've got drivers for it, but they're a bit shonky. But the I think now they're actually going to have proper actual drivers for the Joystick No, the problem port. with proper drivers for it, though, is it means that, like... This um, is actually... Just think about that. I don't really give a shit, because I've got the Xbox One Link controller, which is the greatest controller well, no, in this the world. Is, no, this is what I'm excited for, because this means I'm going to be able to play, like, stuff on PlayStation now with the Xbox One Elite controller. Yes. Which is superior to the PlayStation one, yes. frankly. I like that the first comment was uh, on the Twitch chat. Tokyo Jungle's finally on PC. That game's awful. <laughs> that game is so bad. Like, so many people are like, oh, it's amazing. I played it. It's like... You know when you play a game, you go, "This is too Japanese for me right now," like, but not like through like content, but like how the game's built, like sort of how the uh, Dynasty Warrior stuff and like the that Earth it gets attacked by giant ants thing. It feels like an uh, Ace Combat. They're all games that have that very Japanese arcade feel. I googled it, and even just the screenshots, goddamn. Yeah, but it's it got that. It, it just feels like it's the most Japanese arcade game I've ever played. It's very weird. Hmm. I, I, okay. It just was terrible. Someone says Steam Control, the best controller. You're wrong. Fuck off. <laughs> you are, you are factually again. wrong. Yeah, factually. I know when people are like, oh, but you know, Everyone. you can play oh, your real-time strategies. and oh, I'm like, oh, you can't. No, I bought it and I have one with my Steam Link because, frankly, it is fine for mouse. Like, if you want to do mouse stuff on the couch, yep. it's a bit better. But... I don't want to use it. I'm not sat there going, oh, I really want to use this controller. Like It's, it's more of like a last resort than anything. <laughs> I'm just kind of literally going through the entire catalogue of PlayStation Now games and trying to mm. pick out like any which, even if I didn't have them right now, I might want. I'm thinking, okay, so 
estimate roughly how much they would cost in a Steam sale. How much would I have to spend to literally own outright every game I've got any interest in? And then factor in that PS Now is like £13 a month in the UK. I think for about six months worth of PS Now I could own forever every game I could ever well, want no, in this I think, list. I think, I think the big thing with Easily, it is actually, that, in I a Steam sale. I think the big sale. thing with it is you can play some PlayStation exclusives without needing a PlayStation. Yeah, it's a good thing. Especially. I can play on Charter I mean, 3 and Heavy Rain. I don't get super interested into it because literally behind my PC, in plugged things, into my PC, I've got a PS4, a PS3, a PS2, yeah. a Mega Drive, an Xbox, an Xbox. You know, I've got... Yeah, fun. They're, they're all just... That's that's just part of how I've set everything up. And I, I really like sitting in my IKEA chair playing video games. Yep. It's a good chair. Oh, it's the best chair in the world. Especially because I've got those shelves behind it and I can put my feet up in the shelf that I keep empty for my feet. Well, I've, I've got a fucking... Um, I, I bought a piano stool for my piano. I didn't use it for that and I just used it as a footrest. Yeah. Made a good footrest. <laughs> but a yeah. good chair. I think you could you could buy literally everything of value in a Steam sale for about £80 in this well, entire yeah. catalogue. So that's, it's not that's six months. That's six months but, worth of subscription. Well, here's my thing. I'm, as the, the big thing about it is they're adding sort of proper like, control support with the PC yeah. and maybe... Maybe... We can get the Xbox One controllers working with it, kind of, you know, I, that's kind of what I'm interested yeah. in. Yeah. That's a cool thing to be interested in. Yeah. That's a good I'm thought. hoping, right. Because there's the. There um, is a downside, the though. It is PlayStation now, so it's kind of laggy and not really super shit. great. Yeah. Well, I'm not going to play it. Obviously, I don't give yeah, a shit. Yeah, it's one of those now, things but... I'm like, I'm ne- I've never been interested in not owning my games even further. Hmm. Well, the thing is, right, the cost of them, y- you could just buy a PS3 yeah. <laughs> and the games. Oh, yeah. It's cheap. Mm hmm. I mean, how much is a PS3? Hang on. Let's see. On eBay, how much is a PS3? Okay. Uh, mm. Yeah, you can just keep playing that £30 forever, or you could instead just okay. have PS there Plus is... and just gain free games. Generally, pretty solid games for free forever. There's been it with, like, Move controllers and two controllers and a bunch of games and a PlayStation's name for, like, 50... It's got, like, 40 minutes left, and it's £55. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's like... Let's look at, yeah, like, shop, all, shop around for some of the stuff without so many accessories. Uh, you do much better. Things. Soulless things. Um, a PlayStation Three Slim with ten games, ninety pounds. Yep. A PlayStation Three with games and controllers, sixty, eighty, forty for a game, just the console on its own. I mean, here's here's one with ten games, a controller. Um, is that a mic? That's a fucking microphone. It's got a fucking stupid SingStar mic with it. Oh, SingStar, I love SingStar. Sing it, mic. It's got all this shit with it, but like, it's 56. I do fucking love SingStar. I just can't ever do it on the channel because it would get copyright striked to hell. Yeah. Here's what, this one was £100. Right. This is a, oh, for God's sake, this is a... My love of karaoke can never be on YouTube. This is a 256 <laughs> one, and this comes with uh, GTA V, uh, Resident Evil 6, Sleeping Dogs, there's two, UFC, Red Dead Redemption. Like, all the Uncharted games, Far Cry 3. I mean, what? Like, oh. So, some good games, and also Resident Evil 6. How much is that one? That, that's £100. Just £100? Yeah, that's like less than a year of PlayStation yes. Now. Message Seven that and person and just say, how much if you didn't include Resident Evil 6? <laughs> like, these, like you the, the cost it. of just buying a PS3 secondhand with games is cheaper than a few months of PlayStation Now. Yep. And you get more shit with it. Yep. Yeah. Um, just do that. And then you can get PS Plus and get free games every month. Even though that's going up, they're adding 10 mm. quid to that. And bear in mind, even if you like were with PS Now for years and years and years, at some point they'll probably can it and turn off all the servers and you won't ever have access to it again. Yep. Yeah. So they've paid all your money and you'll never be able to, you'll never actually have bought it. Yeah. Oh, God, there's one here with... How many games is that? Oh, that's... Uh, 20... They might games. be shit, though. 
Yeah. They might, it might be Ben 10 2 Trouble in Time. No, 27 games. It, it's all. Uh, some of the Lego games, uh, some Call of Duty games, some NFL games, some football games, GTA 5. I mean, that's £130. I just say the price of these is reasonable if you just want to play them a bit. Yeah. I mean, just do that. Don't buy PS Now. It's a bit redundant, really, isn't it? Although, right, as I say, I, I'm excited for the controller support a mm. bit. And I'm hoping, right, I haven't thought about this. You know the way you can uh, now play remote play on your PC? PS4? In fact, PS Now, you might say. Oh. <laughs> I'm no, here all night. You can do remote play now Go on home. the PC or the PS4. Which, for me, is good, because I put all my consoles in the living room, which is downstairs. Oh, you've got stairs! Oh, get, oh, the, get, get me captured stairs. stairs! Jesus Christ! Earlier you, early you were bloody talking about... Oh, dear, oh, dear. Stairs? duplex, right? I Fuck off. I fucking love stairs. I've got anyway. stairs in my flat. Look, anyway... You're fucking complaining to me. Look at Dan. Right, fuck you. Anyway, <laughs> I don't have stairs. Well, we know he's in a mansion. We already knew that. <laughs> some some room, the Lego room, the Dalek room, of course. They're but, all the same. Right, the guest I, Dalek I, room. I was going to say to you, Dalek's going, oh. I was going to my adapter to, you know, do the thing. But I might just use play, like, PlayStation remote. And hopefully, there's some probably third-party application that will allow me to use my just Xbox One controller with it. Fuck the PS4 controller, and that's all I care about, really. Fuck the PS4 controller. More of the story. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. What was the other thing you wanted to talk about? I want to talk about Hitman. Oh! I want to mention Agony. I want to mention Agony quickly. Oh, God, I mean Agony. He's mentioned fucking Hitman again. Anyone did, if anyone did their flipping homework and watched Agony. I didn't so, do it, miss. Ag Agony is a game where basically... It's mad it's one of those, miss. We haven't watched it's it. It's kind of ripping off some of the old Silent Hill things. It's all kind of like... You know, it, it's imagery that seems to relate to like sexual, grotesque, genitalia, mutated so, teeth. So it's like a Trump campaign video, then, yeah. It's it's basically like, hey, let's make really gross stuff at, for, to make a horror game. But like, everyone seems to be really, really, really loving it. And like, what it seems to me, I have a theory, which is walking simulators are allowed if they're horror. Uh -huh. If if all if the only gameplay is literally I'm walking around and then everyone says yay if the area they're walking around in is full of vaginas and teeth, but boo if the area you're walking around in is like an English village. Uh huh. Because you see that that's bad, but well, it's okay for there to be literally no boring. gameplay, but from walk down the tunnel and then pick up a thing and then walk no, down no the tunnel. Again. No. It's okay right. if it's horror. No. And I don't walking understand why people aren't tearing agony down for having no, no. gameplay. Walking but instead, everyone's saying yay. No. No, John. Walking simulators are fine if they're interesting, but like using like um, everyone's going to the rapture as an example. But everyone's going to the rapture was a shit story. That's why it was shit. I like to point mm -hmm. out also when. But where? Okay, but where's the story? In here's a corridor full of breast teeth. But there isn't. Yeah, but or breast monsters. Here's the thing. Breast monsters are or breast tentacles. Two things. Or breast two things, two things, two things. If you will. Two things. The first thing is, in a horror Yes, there game, are two things. When, when you're dealing with breasts, there are indeed two things. It depends if you're watching Tower Recall except or not. Except Dan. in the corridor of breasts. Then there are Dan, more that than two. Dan, that was the perfect time for Hong Kong. Jesus. Well, my Hong Kong's over there now. Oh, well, boo-hoo. Go get no, it. No, not boo-hoo. That's over in the other direction. The, um, <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 the thing that horror gives you is horror is more constant. Like, with everyone's got to the rapture, there was no... You're walking from A to B, it's just walking from A to B. With horror, there's... You're walking from A to B, but there's a tension across that entire time. This mm -hmm. is the thing that horror games have to get right, is if the tension is too much, 
you you have to have the scary moments to break it up because there's that relief after the scary moments, which is why that some people can't really deal with. Um, and they said Freddy got fingered. Five Nights at Freddy's. <laughs> I can't deal with that film either. But Five, Five Nights, Nights at Freddy's, Freddy's got you can't really deal with. A lot of people can't deal with that because it's such long periods of nothing happening. Which is it, it, so basically you're riding that adrenaline wave. So it's a constant adrenaline wave which keeps you going. Which mm. would mm. make if I get cave for horror that that would make me care more about what's going on. That would keep me in it more than oh I'm in an English village. And I felt like Rapture. Everyone's got to Rapture played all of its cards the first time you saw a single house. It never really deviated from that. You never saw anything different or weird. Oh, there's a windmill in the mm. distance. You get up to it. Oh, it's a windmill. Whereas, you know, a room filled with breast teeth is something interesting to look at. And I feel that that's, that's got two things well above other walking simulators. It's got difference and it's got actually something in the background. Which is why I actually prefer uh, Gone Home. Because Gone Home has... I love Gone Home. You know, it's sort of got that underground vibration, that deep bass, like little bit of horror of is something going to leap out of me now? So It does have some puzzles, though. In fact, yeah, it's, got, it's got other stuff going on, but mm. it does. It has that thing that keeps you going and it's got you don't quite know what's going on. And it has the best, one of the best twist endings in all of gaming. I like, I love, I'm not spoiling anything. It's beautiful. Yeah, but you think it's going to go one really, really, really extreme way and it goes a very different, very, very extreme way. Yes, and I was more than happy that it went the other way. I was yeah. relieved. It was one of the, that again. That was the final. But they went so they had to go so extreme with it because it was the final tension break. Yeah, and so that's why it works so well. So having the tension keeps you going along. Whereas I don't know, everyone's gone to the rapture. Just never felt like anything was going to happen. It felt like I'd seen it all. The story was being told in order that was just more confusing for the sake of being confusing than anything. <laughs> None of the characters I gave a shit about because they were all blobs of light and they all had the fucking same accent. Mm-hmm. I couldn't even tell them apart from the colour of their hair, which is how I normally tell people apart. So, just, you know, yeah, many issues. I think horror is a lot better for walking simulators because just being in a horror game is enough to keep you going. It's like, okay, the best example is it's like in a stealth game where you're sitting crouched behind watching a guard who isn't moving. Like that, you could, that, however long that moment lasts, that is a moment you're in every second for. You're not like, oh, come on, I'm fucking bored now. If you've got a time limit, you're like, oh, fucking come on! And if you don't have time limit, it's like, alright, he's going to move in a second, I'm going to do this thing and this. And it's a planning stage, but nothing is actually happening. But it's all ticking over in your head, and there's that tension of, am I going to get caught and stuff like that? So it's sort of, it plays on the more adrenaline. So I think that's, I think you can get away with it if something's actually going on, and fear and tension are things that can drag a game along a bit better and can make people go with it a bit better. There, I defended a horror game. Are you happy now? No! No, I'm not! <laughs> Then because counter it, argue. The thing with the, the horror game. He didn't counter argue. Is... To win. No, no, no the, let Matt counter argue. No, I'm constructing games, my argument right. eternally. No, no, I agree with Dan because horror Damn it. Games, hey! listen, the whole point of a horror game is the suspense. You don't need to get the, the point of the horror game is to scare. The gameplay is secondary. Yeah. Essentially, you have to have the, um, you have to have the bumps. You have to come down from the scare as well and break it, and then you calm yeah. it down, and that, then you. But that's the point of them. Like, that's the main point of a horror game. The main point of, like, everyone's going to the rapture was the story, and the story wasn't good. Yeah. And there's not that suspense there. And that's why, like, it's fine for a horror game to have this one, because it is just about being scared, and that's what the people go into them for. They don't go into it for fucking interesting gameplay, necessarily. Yeah. My problem, though, is it seems to be one tone. It's just one note of, you are in a dark place where there's wibbly, slightly disturbing game, shit floating around. See, that's and the thing. it just... 
there's no real sign of any enemies or any puzzles. It's just going to be, and how long can that really sustain your interest for what's going to be an expensive release? I don't know. I assume quite a long way if they uh, can keep it going. I mean, because horror games, I always hold to the side of everything else. I see the same with horror movies is that you go into a movie, if you like a comedy or something, you never quite know what you're going to come out feeling. Like, you're, mm. never, you're never quite sure. But with a horror, you know for a fact that you're going to get one thing. And it's not about how you feel afterwards. It's about how you feel during. Horror is more of a roller coaster than a story. Have you played any horror using the Vive yet? No, I'm not an idiot. All, I've said, I've said this before. That. That it's all worth Vive doing. All it's Vive bloody is terrifying. Okay. I have done it. It is ter- okay, truly say, terrifying. I don't like horror I, just normally, let alone on the fucking I can't deal with the fucking hunters in Left 4 Dead. I'm not going to deal with some of that shit actually coming at my real actual I, I have played a dark castle zombie shambling out of the darkness in virtual reality with the actually, Vive. Actually, no, I did fucking accidentally play hell. a horror game with the Vive. Which it's was terrifying. No, I I, play, I accidentally played a horror game with the Vive, which was worse because I didn't know it was a horror game. Uh, which one? The, I can't remember. The Cubicle? That's accidentally Actually, a horror game, isn't it? No, the, no this was on the DK2 I played this. This is one of the uh. demos. Um, and it was it was like... It was a dungeon crawler. It was just like... Um, oh God, what's the type where it's... Uh, it's like a turn-based dungeon crawler where you're walking... Like, oh, you mean Thingy. 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 Yeah, thingy, great. Uh, is it, there's that first person game that does that really well. I can't remember. No, yeah, it was first person, and it was all low poly, and it was like it was like a standard like old like yeah. you know sort of roguelike thing. thing. I, I sort of walked a couple of things forward and went okay, and it was turn based. So I thought it's dark, and I went oh, well, nothing can jump out of me because it's turn based, right? So I went forward, and I was looking around, and I looked up, and a spider jumped on you. No, right. and there was this creature, this terrifying creature, about to grab me. Right, but it was it was it was still because it was the whole like kind of like weeping angel thing in it, but you didn't know it's there, and then suddenly you just see it, and it's about to grab you. It, yeah. it stopped because you're not moving, and I didn't know it was a horror game. I didn't even know there was monsters, but I looked up, and oh my god, I shit myself. <laughs> oh my actual like it. Oh, I just threw the fucking because I don't like horror. I can't do I've horror, had that exact same like, experience, but in Dark Souls Three, when you go into a little cavern and thing, and there's a big horrible spider thing stuck to the ceiling, and I was like, oh, it's so fuck. much. It's so much worse than virtual yeah, that's reality. That's why I don't play yeah. horror games. Horror and virtual reality is exactly what horror is. It's it is made for horror. It is mm. brilliant if you like that sort of thing. I think it's made for flying yeah. tiny airplanes around in a really cute way. I, I I struggle with flying tiny airplanes around because then I'm not moving, but the vision is moving. And that no, like you also, just move them around, also. like in that. What was that? I can't remember the I, tropical island game. Oh, like you mean in final final approach? Yeah, yeah the final approach yeah, flying fine. game is shit, but actual final approach. Is yeah, good. I can't play the actual mm. flying games and stuff here. It's shit, no, because the camera doesn't. F- like, Final approach thing. is exactly what flipping that mar- the marble game needed to do and didn't. Mar- the marble game had f- bloody fixed cameras that move around, and that's completely yeah. migraine central. Oh shit! VR. Speaking of horror, speaking of horror, quick, I want to add this. Have you seen the newest Prey trailer? Prey. The remake of Prey, or the re- well, it's not even a remake, but the the latest oh, the Prey game. One. Yeah. No. Oh my uh, god! Th- you get to play as a mug. You, oh yes, I saw you that. Have a, you get like a possession. There's a thing command. that lets you turn into things. Yeah, you well, you sort of possess them by the look of it. But so you can just turn, you can possess a mug and just start wandering around as a mug. Yeah, you sort of like fling the mug around like it's being like hit. But that means that you can fit in smaller gaps and then appear. So they're like one of the the puzzles they, is there. There's like a mug and it's sort of like a banker's window with a little bit sort of at the bottom. So the person turns into the mug, flicks it underneath that thing, and then pops out the other side as their full form. I mean, all the That's monsters cool. look like spiders, so there's no one hell ever play it. But that was a really fucking cool looking mechanic. I was like, "Ah, oh, shit, that looks so smooth." That's cool. Yeah, that's a cool mm-hmm. little thing. 
Anyway, I does it really lead you away into puns? I just kind of want to turn into things and then pop out a thing and then make a pun based on that thing. Yeah, what do I look like? You a mug? Yeah, that's, that's mm -hmm. <laughs> okay. I want to talk about Hitman quick. Hang on, have I lost some okay. money? I've been mugged. <sighs> that was shit. Mm -hmm. I got, well, you got to work for Hitman now, so I'm going to zone out. Wake me up. Fuck you. Use the command okay. phrase. Okay, John. Yes. I've level twenty mastered. Um, Bangkok and I've done every challenge. And can we also say for I think like the second or third place in a row, the level twenty results, the total level twenty rewards are still fucking bullshit, and it's still not giving us anything good since fucking Sapienza. The phone is good. That wasn't level twenty reward. The phone is just yet another fucking noise summoning thing. No, oh, yeah, I this is like a book it. club well, where you read the same book every week. No, but right, okay. I want. Where, where is okay? Where is the fucking second silver baller? Where is the rifle case? And where is a little toolkit so you get to automatically start every level with a screwdriver, a wrench, and uh, no, the other one. I agree. I agree. Where's the but fucking useful stuff? Another silenced pistol. Oh fucking whoop de doo. A silenced pistol with less bullets. Yeah, with Ooh. less bullets and less power. Fuck's yeah, sake. What the fuck? But right, no. Having done all the challenges in Bangkok now, yes, and suit only silent assassin, which was the hardest suit only silent assassin in my opinion. Which was what? Sorry, it, it was the hardest suit only silent assassin in my opinion. It was, but it was also the one where it was the most obvious because there was only one route you could go and you just had to execute perfectly. So I find it kind of more boring than say Sapienza, where there were multiple different ways you could have done it. Yeah, there's literally but only one route you can take to suit only silent assassin. After playing Bangkok, yes, right, it was a small level. I think I, I, I might even prefer it to Sapienza. Ooh, no. If anything, I think it starts showing the limitations of some of Hitman. Hmm. I think it's, it's actually maybe think a little bit less of the new Hitman game because I think Why? it's limited the movement too much. Like, relative to Paris, where, like, there were loads of guttering like and loads of ledges level. and internal and external ledges, so it was really easy to move around by clambering. There's so... There's far fewer movement options. It's way more restrictive. Like, there's... Only, I think, three bits of guttering you can climb, and one of them is in a useful position, and one of them you can't even get down to. No, I, I agree. From. It, it's too small a level. I agree. Yeah. It's too, so there's, there's not small. enough. There's not enough interesting stuff you can do in it. I mean, there's lots of. What I love is how deep the plot is. They're doing a fantastic job with the plot, although, yeah. admittedly, they need to change the fucking voice actors and actresses. Because yeah, no, who, who who would have thought that Jason Cross, his his dead ex girlfriend, happened to be the woman in Sapienza and the woman in Marrakesh and the woman who's elsewhere in fucking Bangkok? Oh, I have a posh English accent. Oh boy. Mm -hmm. I don't know if they like don't realise because like they're American or something or I don't know. They can't hear that she's got a really distinctive voice that she always does her voice the exact same way. That literally you can hear the same woman over and over and over. That she's in two separate places in Marrakesh. She's playing two characters in Marrakesh. And she's also just randomly in the staff rotation in Bangkok. And she's Hannah Highmore. And she's yeah. Rocco's sister. For fuck's sake, get hire a new actress. No, I, I agree, right. It does show the limitation at the end. But, I, I don't know, I just like the theme. I think Is this fucking Divas match still going on? Oh my god. I, I went for a piss break and everything. I, you are genuinely an Ava Marie match when you start talking about him, man. We've lost 400 people from the stream. She's been suspended. I wish his fucking section would be suspended. <laughs> no, okay. This is literally, Look. right, the worst part about this game is that you fuckers don't stop talking about it. It's good. It's such a shit game. It's actually made me it's actively good. hate it's the game. I, when I, after like the first three episodes, I was thinking it was potentially going to be my game of the year. After Bangkok, I'm starting to think it's being nudged down into just the top three. Ooh. That's interesting. It's I, not I even thought, on my list. See, I thought you liked Bangkok. 
I re- I do like Bangkok. I like the story of <laughs> Sorry, Bangkok. Could you stop saying Bangkok? I mean, I've got a childish mind as it is. Fine. I'll, okay, fine. I really like Cock Bang. Um, <laughs> Not better. <laughs> I I really I really like the story. I like how how what the kind of the level of depth there is in the story. I think gameplay wise, however, it's starting to show that. I don't think they know how to make a difficult but still open level. The way they're ramping up the difficulty, and I think we saw this in Marrakesh, we've seen this in Bangkok, is to just keep limiting your okay. options more and Question. more. Question. How did you do Suit Only Sound Assassin? Um, I think the only way you can do it is basically um, to... Poison is to drop lethal poison into the food for him. Though if you get exactly the right angle, you can also use a silence pistol to shoot out a lighting rig onto his face. I'm Ken Morgan while he's downstairs. That's not what I did at all. Um, he would... How else would you silence assassin suit only him? Yeah, I'd say... I... I... Right, I got the Dexy's note. Um... When I went up to kill Jordan Cross, I got Dexy's note, delivered it, then he went to the linen room and I killed him in the linen room. Dexy's note. Yes, you could do... Wait, how did you... You'd have to use a lure item to get the exact right guy outside. No. No, it took a lot of tries yeah, to get that, around Yeah, them. but that's, that's just basically save spamming because you just get you get purely luck. No, it was, but I didn't I didn't lose use laws. It's possible. The way it's made, it is possible. It's just finicky. Mm-hmm. It's I, I think like the, the the way that you're like it's clearly like designed that is the way to do it is just basically put poison in the food because um, poison kills now accident, so therefore silent assassin is fine. Um, and then you just put poison in his food while no one's looking. And then you just basically have to run upstairs out of... The, actually, you have to go into the exact same room where you would get Dexy's note to hop up onto the um, the uh, the third guttering to get up to the top floor to go around the outside to get him while he's actually upstairs well, up in the can, recording suite the and then go out that. the exact same way. I went in the room below that and then went up the guttering, went got Dexy's note, went up again, went through the studio, um, mm-hmm. took out Dexy, got the got the flash drive, put the flash drive in the thing, got him to come in, shot him, put him in the cupboard, then went down, put the note there, went to the linen room, and got him in the linen room. So I hid both the bodies as well. There wasn't no accident kills, I just got them both with a... Yeah. What? Me and John are hosting another podcast in the Twitch chat right now. Oh, for We're talking about the PS4 <laughs> Slim. It's going well. Fine, go on. <laughs> Fuck you. I like Hitman. I think it's starting to show its gameplay limitations because the levels, though they're fascinating from a story point of view, are becoming more and more restrictive. <laughs> Fuck off. I'm getting my cookie. Go away, you fucking. You know what my game of the year is right now? Uh, what? Stellaris. Ooh. Yeah, mine is right now. Stellaris. I don't know what mine is right now. Quite like Project High Rise. It'll probably be Planet uh, Coaster when it comes out. That shit is fire. Mm-hmm. With with down. Firewatch in number two, probably. Oh, Whoa, fire, really? Firewatch is Firewatch is one of those games where I think I will look back and think it does like a small it does a small number of things better than any game I've ever seen before. It's not the best game I've ever played, but it, does, it takes a small number of things in terms of like atmosphere and particular emotions and particular themes in a story. I think I can never think of a game that's even come close to doing them as well. It's good, but it's not that good. I mean, it really... Okay, I, I cannot think of a love story in a game that's better. Ever. Even close. Oh, it's not second. Huh? It's good, it's in the top ten, but it's not second. Oh, for me, it's, it's second. And I, I would... If it had a bit more gameplay, I'd, it'd be, I'd call it first. 
Interesting. I, I think Firewatch is an incredible achievement of atmosphere, graphics, storytelling, exploration. It's mainly the atmosphere. The atmosphere is incredible. The story is brilliant. I think there's so much of interest there. I, it's the first time I've ever seen a game attempt to do phone sex in a game yeah. and do it fucking well. It's amazing. There's so much there that's done very, very well. Actually, you know what my top three Does games. Does the phone go in the butt? Just question. Mm-hmm. Goes in the butt. Look, my oh, my nice. top three games. Right. Not even kidding. Right. Batman: The Telltale Series. We Happy Few. And you know, of course, Lego Star Wars: The Force Awakens. Excellent games. What, Fantastic. What? 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 What's happening? I think. <laughs> I th- Help. Help. Have you seen how much Matt's he talks about Matt clearly doesn't understand what makes a good video game at this point. <laughs> Matt, she what's wrong it, with man. you? Should we, should we talk about other things? Oh, Jesus, Go let's on. get some other things done. Titanfall 2 is apparently super shitty. I've been watching a lot of footage today. I haven't played it, but they seem to have taken out all and the things that made it good. Nobody was surprised. I was surprised because it did its own thing before. Yeah, but it's EA. They fuck up sequels. Yeah, but it did its own like lovely thing, and it was a manic sort of much more vertical-based thing where you could actually play movement more than you could play shit. Like, yeah, Mirror's Edge did its own lovely thing, and look what they did to that. Yeah, but this seemed like something that was actually different, but now, like... So they've taken loads of things out. So they've slowed the game down. Like, there was a talk to the director who was like, oh, it was a bit too fast and chaotic, so we've slowed it down. I was like, why? That Titanfall was supposed to be fast and chaotic. They've taken all the bots out. There's no AI around the place. Which is like my favourite thing, because it felt like the battles were massive. Uh, there's no rodeo anymore, apparently. You can't actually jump onto the back of other people's titans and pull all their stuff out. So that means that my entire gameplay tactic, which was to never summon the titans because they were boring as shit, was gone. And the levels are no nowhere near as vertical anymore. And they're all talking about doing lane systems and stuff, and it's all going to be sort of... It looks very cod. There's a grappling hook, but the levels are less vertical. The grappling hook's like an option. You can't now bring like a standard weapon and a titan killing weapon along. So if you've got a smart, a smart pistol, tough. It seems like they've made a lot of mistakes. Like everything they've done that's changed is a mistake. So that's my thing about Timefall 2. None of you played it, I've they've added nothing. They've not, they've added not even anything that you find interesting at all. No. There's a single player, but who really gives a fuck? It's the that's only true. multiplayer I ever liked. Can 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 we just can we just say a moment to say hooray and yay for science uh-huh. for a moment uh-huh. as we have discovered in what is potentially an Earth-like planet in the right radius to actually have water on it circling around pretty much the nearest star to our solar system. Proxima Centauri. Yep. Yeah. Proxima Centauri's got a fucking planet around it. Yep. <laughs> it's got an Earth-sized Road planet trip! in a planet. <laughs> Can we just? Can no? I just say uh, potentially? No. Big emphasis on the word potentially. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, because it's look. It's like looking for a speck of potentially, dust but add, add into that the fact that there are twenty-three separate locations just in our solar system alone where we can find water in one of its forms. Are we living in like, no man's sky? I mean, that's pretty fucking incredible when you think about when we've kind of previously thought, okay, fine, you know what, we're never really going to find any life. There's, you know, the chances of us stumbling across it. It's like. 23 separate locations of water just in our solar system and we just found what may be a, a planet that's suitable for okay. hosting water and okay. potentially to, even to, human colonization just happening to be on the nearest fucking star okay. to clarify, fucking when you hell location, okay when you say locations of water do you mean liquid water or do you just mean like vapor water ice or well? ice okay that, water okay, in just, any form 23 okay, locations okay not gonna count that liquid water only come on now what 
Yeah, well, okay, there's this wonderful thing that happens to vapour and ice, which is under certain scenarios, they can become liquid. Yeah, but they're the more yeah. difficult scenarios. They're like the ones you've got to save the president and shit. What were we talking about? I thought we were talking about Hitman, so I zoned out again. Fuck you. You don't have to save the president in Hitman. Yeah, to kill the vice president. You... Okay, aside from that one time you had to kill the vice president to save the president in Hitman. But that was one time. <laughs> Probably that one time where you actually what? did that thing. Yes, they did actually. What's that from? What one's that from? Blood money. You have to kill the oh. vice president because he's about to kill the president. Mm-hmm. Remember? Warehouse mission. It's I never blood money. You've never what? No. You've never fucking played blood money. I did, but I didn't really like it, so it stopped. Which blood? Which? Oh my blood god! Did you like? Everything you've ever said about the new Hitman the new makes one. so when? much more sense considering you didn't like yeah, blood money. Why did you play the new Hitman if you'd never played blood money? I did play blood money. I didn't like it very much. I, thought my, I got the code for the new Hitman. I tried it. I went, oh, this one grabbed me. Fucking hell, I want you to play Absolution to see if you like it. Oh, oh no, God, I hate Absolution. Okay, good, you've got some degree of taste then. Look, right, look, fuck, look. John. Fuck off. Good, <laughs> okay, good, I my sentence. <laughs> I enjoy just the straight fuck off. Me and Matt just swapped stream. places for I a play, second there. I played Blood Money on a stream, I tried it, and I, it didn't really grab me, so... Eh. I think actually it's one of those franchises where it's difficult to go back after you've played a later one because once you've got used to some of the like the the shortcuts and the no, convenience of the editing later, it's hard to go one. back to how it used to be. Play Blood Money before I play the new one. Like, I think I, though I, I love Blood Money, like I don't think I could really play Hitman Two: Signs Assassin now because the movement speed is so insanely slow. Like if you run, guards get they will open fire on you because they're so suspicious of a slight of a jogging person. Guards in Hitman 2 Silent Assassin, jogging is a capital offence. Yeah, as it should be. They will see through any, any disguise if you jog. So be like, wait a second, that goes... That's not Steve! And they just <laughs> shoot you. Which is kind of realistic. The fact that you'd only blend in if you literally walked at exactly the same pace Steve would be walking. So any running whatsoever draws attention if you pay any attention to you, you then know, they'll see through the disguise. Because you're a giant abs- bold man with a barcode. No, right. I was of another thing in Absolution where you could use a bit of like an instinct meter to like hide your face briefly. Uh, you, you, what, you did or didn't no, like that? No, I liked... I, I didn't like the way they did it, but I liked the idea of... Fuck off! Matt. No. No, the instinct meter no. wasn't absolution is the worst thing, and everyone no, agrees was. that's the, the worst did, thing. No, the way they did it was bad. Yeah, well. I agree. I just mean the idea of hiding your face in some way makes sense. No, but like, okay, but the thing is, what Forty Seven did Fuck was off, he Dad. got his he got his he got his hat and he tipped it slightly oh. to cover his eyes. Why does he have a meter that means he can only during the entire level lower his hat they slightly to cover his it. eyes for twenty seconds? They should have caught it. My lady meter. No, I agree, John. The way you're Because you said you liked the idea. No, I like the idea of hiding your face. Not like the way they did it. I think we should well, all unfollow Matt that on Twitter. Yeah. Oh my god, the fucking fuck's sake, Matt. Sorry, the subreddit top post of the subreddit. Why does Dan hate the new Hitman so much? It's because Matt likes it, and we clearly have proven today. But Matt doesn't. In all like, I think you've said previously, like when they actually release the whole thing packaged together, you'll probably play it then. Yeah, when it's done. And I imagine you'll like it at that. When point. it leaves early access. Hmm. <laughs> because there's some fun levels. I think you'll I enjoy think it's, it. Because you like going from just level to level. You don't like replaying a level load. No, God, no. Why would I do that? Yeah. Because there's think... so there's so much story hidden away. Yeah. Oh my God. There's loads of really story. Story and Hitman are two things that don't go together in the ways I care about things. <laughs> they go together. Yeah, the comments. It's one of the best like storytelling in all of gaming. What's his real so, name? I like the I like the comments in the post. Huh? People are saying you dislike it because it's got always online DRM. Oh, well, it did have always he, online he, DRM. He doesn't have a real name. He does have he was a real part name. Part of a program of cloning in Romania. He does have a real name. 
No, he doesn't. Yes, he does. He might have done in the original Hitman Agent 47, but that's been completely overwritten by contracts. Kevin Jensen. That made that up. Can I just also point out, because I forgot to point out when we were discussing Deus Ex, Uh my favourite thing in the whole of the new Deus Ex game is in the first mission, if you mess up at the end and Singh gets killed, McCready yells, Jensen, you fucking bellend! (laughs) (laughs) Which is the best thing! Oh, the fact I, 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 I just kind of I just think that this game would be massively improved if more characters just yelled at you and swore at you in broad British accents. But it's just McCready's ridiculous Cockney accent. You're like Jensen, you fucking bellend. It's just beautiful. Has anyone ever like more people need to yell at this frowny fuck? Has anyone ever called someone a bellend in a AAA game before? I don't know. It, it might be. It might, it's the first Cockney I remember in a game since Saints Row Two. Oh, oh, oh no! Sorry, yeah. the beginning of just um, uh, of Uncharted Three had some ridiculous cockneys. Yeah. Oh. Answer. But oh, just just. And if Nathan Drake was Adam in a Jensen pub, deserves he would be it. Called He's such a miserable frowny <laughs> fuck face. He deserves to be called a fucking bellend all the time by everyone. This is John not in his videos. He's not PG thirteen here. No, he's not, ladies and gentlemen. Way. He, like someone said before, why is John swearing in, so much? I, like I follow in his videos, I in his videos, he's Daniel Bryan. In our videos, he's Brock Lesnar kicking the shit out of Randy Orton. There's blood everywhere on this oh. podcast. I obey the rules of where I am. If I'm on, if I'm on a podcast where swearing is allowed, I will happily swear. Oh. And when Matt comes on my channel, I edit out all of his swearing, and like, then uh, he only talks five percent. Like that, though, like some innocent poor child who thought this was like a PG thirty podcast came was like, fucking belling. <laughs> Like, oh no, my innocence. <laughs> you know, oh my god, the, what the guy, fuck um, was that? Someone just said John what? rated M for mature. Yeah, but enough about his age, right? Oh no, my innocence. <laughs> what Matt is this? It was a small child. Oh, are we back <laughs> to the Vatican's age of consent? Here? <laughs> <laughs> okay, oh look, god, the Dad, podcast's Dad, looping. It's looping. Dan, you mentioned Brock Lesnar. Did I? Oh right? god, I've yes. still got five okay, bits look, of news. Right. To oh, go. here we go. Here comes the wrestling. Fine. No, three things, <laughs> right? <laughs> I didn't even turn up for the wrestling podcast I normally do. That last one was so terrible. No, I was going to. I, mean, like, I watched like an hour of it and gave up. But no, oh, right. For the best. Um, at SummerSlam, um, what culture pro wrestling, right? Adam Pachiti. Uh-huh. You know Adam Pachiti? Pachiti. Right? Adam Pachiti. Pachiti. He's, a, he's, Pachiti. A, he's a guy with glasses and a stupid mustache. Yeah. We follow each other pretty. He's a nice man. He, he's got this picture of him with his arm around Brock Lesnar looking really pleased with himself. Uh-huh. And it's my favourite thing because Brock Lesnar just really looks like he wants to fucking murder Brock him. Brock Lesnar has that face all the time, though. I know, but it's terrifying because he's got his arm around him. He's really chummy. He's got a big smile on his face. <laughs> Brock Lesnar. <laughs> my favourite thing ever said about Brock Lesnar is that I'm not scared that Brock Lesnar would fuck me. It's that he would use me as a condom to fuck something much larger. <laughs> <laughs> right, well, then the wrestling talk there. <laughs> That's the worst thing you've ever said. <laughs> Oh, that's disgusting. That was, I oh, didn't no. say that. was someone else. I can't remember who said that, but that's it. That's, oh, that's the end of the... Uh, it's worse than the human centipede in my head. Oh. You have a human centipede in head? Hey, I found out about a, a Lost Saints Row game today that I'd never heard of. There was a... Stop typing, John. For the love of God. Yes, sorry, what? <laughs> I was just typing. There's a, really? a no Saints shit. Row game that was called... It was cancelled. It was called Saints Row Money Shot. And you played as the leader of the Saints, but you're a sniper. And every time you fired the bullet, like you fired the bullet at the start of the level, and the le- the level was you moving the bullet around in midair as it went like super slow motion through a level. 
So it was somewhere between like a burnout crash mode and a fucking extreme sports game. It was the- this sounds like it would be good for a Saints Row 3 mini yeah, game. Yeah, it's This, does, this is not supposed to carry a game. You cannot carry a game on this. It was, it was supposed to be more of a little game sort of thing. It was on, like, the, the PS3, Xbox 360. Yeah, release it like Hitman Sniper Challenge or something. Yeah, it was that sort of thing. But I I, I just I watched some footage of that, so I was like, this, I want this. I want this in my life so bad. Um, there's various games what was great, what was great, right? that it sort was of bullet being guided through the air already. It was hyper-canon. Um, perfect Dark. No, no, this is the best bit about it. It was so involved in the canon, it was actually the conclusion of the entire deck storyline, which is like the main storyline from Saints Row 1. It actually no one cares like... about the storyline from Saints Row 1. Well, now it's about Saints magic time-travelling well. aliens well, like who the... stole Christmas. That's when, that's when they bothered to do it. Yeah. Magic time traveling Christmas stealing aliens. Yeah, let's who not... blew up the earth. Yeah, Saints Row One was very similar to two, like in a lot of ways. Yeah, it just it didn't go as wacky. It just it felt a bit more just standard gangster. In many ways, Saints I mean, Row were... Four did wrap up Saints Row One because with the destruction of Earth, that kind of wraps up everything. Yeah, let's not. Think There's only it. so many places that's gonna the Saints Row One's plots are gonna go once Earth has been blown <laughs> I like up. That. You could just simulate the ending of every game in Universal Unbox Two. Yeah. Just conclude every game. All ga- galaxies collide. All games are now finished. <laughs> it would, however, take a while to finish up No Man's Sky, <laughs> having to delete all 18 quadrillion planets. Oh, God, that is 16 gig. Fit in my fucking recycle bin, that would. That fucking ending, just getting to it, and then it just panning out of a galaxy, and then just you find a new galaxy. Well, nah, 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 nah. <laughs> Yay! Yay! It's back! <laughs> <laughs> Right, a few last little bits of news to get through. Uh, yeah. Rocket League hit 20 million players, which is fucking astounding. That game just doesn't cease. To, it just keeps getting bigger. Keeps getting bigger because it's an incredible game we love very much. I played Pokemon Go! Like, properly. For the first time. I, went, I, was, I was recently not in the middle of bumfuck nowhere, so I could actually play Pokemon Go, and I've come to a conclusion... It's terrible. It's exactly the same as if you were in bumfuck nowhere because because there's nothing to it. There's a lot of Pokemon now. Because I had, right, up until... Put that down. (laughs) Up until a few days ago, I had zero Pokemon. I know you're supposed to get a starter Pokemon, but I never got one. I caught it, it was a Charmander, but it disappeared at some point. I don't know why. Did you sell it into the slave trade for candy? I may have done. Wait, you how did sick you get more Pokemon without a Pokemon? Oh, you, you literally just throw Pokeballs at them. The entire game mechanic wow. is you flick your, uh, your little finger up to the circle that's on your screen. You go flick, and that's it. And that's the whole capture mechanic. Yeah, it's getting a getting a screwed up paper ball into a waste paper basket of varying distances. Yeah. Yeah. It's a game and then that, sometimes even if it goes in, it fails. But yeah, but I was, I was uh, being driven mm. around. So I was just playing it while I was driving, because you just as soon as the, the Pokemon appear, you just tap it and then you catch it. So I just drove around and caught like fifteen Pokemon, and then I realised I didn't care. Mm-hmm. And also, you killed three pedestrians. Yeah, but you know, actually, somebody did just die because they were hit by somebody playing Pokemon Go. Oh, that makes any any event any fun. story mm-hmm. makes it fun. And the final like piece of news today to possibly wrap this thing up because we've overrun. Is uh, Star Citizen looks fucking incredible. Does rather. Did you see yes. that footage that came out about it? I did. Oh Star- my is it? It's three point zero, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. Holy! 3.0 shit. I've been avoiding all of it because I thought we'll just see. There's just we just want to see what this does. Like they do the No Man's oh, Sky okay. going from space wow. to landing thing. Whoa! Oh! Ah! 
Ah, we're sort of skipping through the video. <laughs> everything. But they do it. It's quite like fucking internal, like first person shooting. What's this yeah, shit? Yeah, they do it. They do it in a, the, the the sort of the big um. The they do actual planetary landing in it, and they go to a base and stuff. They got zero G first so person shooting combat. All in multiplayer like fucking... as well. Yeah, they do zero G uh, combat and stuff. What? Mm-hmm. This is insane. Yeah. Scott Manley, if you're listening, uh, I think we have a. If that's playable soon, I think that's when we should, you know, maybe do a few episodes on a. You know, I'm looking at the footage. You know, inside that ship, right? That like because it's like a two-seater uh-huh. ship, right? There was a game I played on the GK2. It was one of these, these demos I found, which was basically just that in the DK2. Mm-hmm. And in a thing like that, it looks really good in the DK2. In in one of those like bigger mm-hmm. ships with two seats at the front, it looks so good. Rather than just being in a single ship, because you get a nice and scale inside the cockpit as well. And fuck me, I, oh my god, if that has like fucking drive support, that would be. That would be pretty good. I do, I do like the. Uh, I don't know. I just like the multiplayer. I like the fact you can do, just fucking play Firefly the game. I like that. Oh, damn, we're fucking. Let's have a fleet. Let's just have fucking a big I ship. I do. I really. They, 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 they got John. giant ships. I do. Like if if it is literally you get a giant ship. I don't give a shit how boring that game is. If it's four or five people. Piloting a giant ship no, all with jobs. All, they're to already do. are. They're already are. You can you can get ships like have like ten people on them with fighters built. Are in. they necessary? Is it? And it's fuck off with your streaking. No. no, you can get a one person jet or go, and go around your own, or you can get like a, a ten person. Yeah, a hangar and then like fling out the hangers and stuff. And... Yep, yep. You can have like a ship with a load of. I think it's already in the game. Yeah, I've been avoiding it because I thought it was just going to be a money pit. But seeing that footage, what I liked most about the footage was the amount of times things just didn't quite work. Like when mm, they land, yes. uh, they land on the ramps just a bit too high and stuff. And there's a few graphic glitches and stuff. I'm like, oh shit, this is actually they're actually playing this right now. This is a thing that's happening. I'm, look, I'm like, I'm looking at someone fly around like the outside of this like, ship, and it looks like a fucking cutscene. It's not. Yeah, I really, really, really wow. enjoyed the um, the music, the dynamic music stopping when you fire a missile. So I say, like, dun 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 dun. <laughs> I, I like, think I'm about oh, to go to dun 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 dun. The problem with it currently is I don't know how it's going to be priced when it actually comes out. Yeah, I um, bought it like the, as soon as it was announced because I was like, yeah, have whatever the fuck they're asking for. Like twenty. Well, no, the thing with it now is you buy you you buy a ship. Yeah, yeah, it? it's weird. And like you get the game with the ship because yeah. it but, is like, for full ships, MMO. Like, like, although they've got Squadron Forty Two, which is a single player version sort of thing. Let's look. Uh, uh, versatile. Uh, what ships are there? Um, exploration. God, there's like 500 pound ships. There's like um, Phoenixes, Endeavors. Like, they're these big ships that can actually have fighters in. Yeah. Capital ships, I think they're called. Yeah. Um, it's like basically it? someone made a version of yeah. Eve that wasn't boring. Wow. I just like a fucking destroyer. What the fuck is this? Ah. Oh. <laughs> modular capital ship that can be appropriate for. Uh, detailed interior, modular, modular room options, high crew capacity. Oh my god, it's basically the fucking. It's got. You know the galaxy map from Mass Effect? Uh-huh. 1, 2. It's that. You have that. Mm-hmm. It's multiplayer. It's got a lot of crew quarters. It's huge. It's got beds. We're just, it's we're got... just getting on board this hype training, aren't we? Oh, it's massive. Just, oh, my God. We're just getting on board the hype oh training. We don't need to do this. We fuck. Oh, it's got like three decks. You see, the thing that... Four the decks. Difference between... Squeak every time Matt orgasms. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that desk is ruined. That's never going to come out. Like these nice little fighter jets. Oh my god, there is basically the Firefly. <gasps> Does this one, it's basically the Firefly ship and it has a cargo deck and it has the, um, what's the, what's the thing from Mass Effect 1 called? The Mako. Oh. It's got that. It's got the Mako. 
But does it climb up oh. any cliff, no matter how steep? I imagine so. Because that's what it the Mako is like, all it looks, about. Almost exactly like the Mako as well. Dan. 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 Yes. Can we justify spending $600 on a virtual ship as a business expense? Yes, we can. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's totally legitimate. Yeah, that's fine. If we if we get a two lot and make a series out of it, then absolutely. Anything related to video gaming is a business okay, expense. Let's do it. Of course it is. Oh my god, they got a huge cargo ship that can fall like an when, entire. When you see thing. these pre-rendered trailers and bullshit, and I, I I tend to have my I I don't let hype in these days. I'm like, unless you've got something to prove, we've got a really good pedigree behind you. I'm not gonna let you in. But watching that like 40 minute whatever it was presentation, at the end of that, I'm just like. Alright, you're doing good stuff there. Like, when you're in the building, you can look out the building and see. There's, they're not, like, instant. So you look oh out the building God, and you that? just see the dude who's, like, just floating outside the building. What's this? <gasps> yep. Keep squeaking. No. I think I've <laughs> fucked off the audience. At this much. point, we've got a Pavlovian response. Now Matt can't come unless he hears a squeaking noise. This one looks like the fucking, like, it's... You know those uh, ships from Halo that have all the big fucking things on the side and look like fucking insects? No. The one that kind of is that, but it's just this huge fucking cargo ship about the size of Firefly. Sounds fun. I like that you have to pick up all the boxes individually. Like, so this is this is what I'm saying about No Man's Sky. When No Man's Sky is like, it's boring. It's not boring in an accurate way. Like, I'll take boring if you've gone into meticulous detail. If I have to get every box and hoof it to the ship. Yes, Matt. There's a ship here that's basically a big old space cruise oh. ship, and you can buy God. it. Don't buy it. It's yet. only one thousand two hundred dollars. It's not even. You can't even buy it yet. But it's not. Oh. Yeah. Basically, if you got No Man's Sky's kind of thing where it's like, oh, you've got to get all your fuels and stuff, I'm like, I'm down with that. But if it's like you have to do that by just mining the same things over and over again in one mechanic, I'm like, nah. <sighs> but in this, like, actually going full. Like the equivalent of Euro Truck Simulator, but in space, but actually full everything with multiplayer and stuff. Yeah. Dan, you should look at Scott Manley's uh, Star Citizen videos because he just show off. Like, there's just videos where he just shows I've, off. I've just ships. been trying to avoid it because I'm like, I don't want to hype even slightly for this Point game. Yourself. No, you should because even the fucking ship models and all the shit inside. The fucking destruction. I've looked into it now and the destruction stuff looks amazing. You know what, right? You, oh, I. Uh, Look, my dick is just is really hard right now, is what I'm saying. <laughs> and on that bombshell, can we end it here? I feel oh. I feel slightly violated. Yeah, that was... Yeah, Matt's ruined it. Yeah. I'm going to go. Uh, bye, everyone. Sorry it got weird at the end there. Yeah. Matt, do you, we'll just leave Matt, do you have anything Matt. to say? Matt! Oh, God. Oh, no. Oh, oh, that's, oh that's on the ceiling. That's... <laughs> He's only gone and Jackson Pollock his ceiling. Oh god, and the ceiling fans on, it's everywhere! <laughs> oh god! Like an explosion in the rice pudding factory!